Stall. Wait, Jared, why are you talking about Stalin? That's really random. We just started recording. Wait. Wait, what do you mean? Why? Wait, just wait, when did you start talking about? I never. What? What? He 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 just. Listen, what? I know. Like, I like to make fun of world leaders, but like, I literally did not say anything. Why are we? What yes, wait, wait, wait. Why are we making fun of world leaders again? Again? Um, what? No. This, why, I mean, what why, do you mean again? This why? Is the first why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? What? Why wouldn't you make fun of world leaders? Though. Okay. This is this is this is confusing. This is this is a weird. In, in this is this is this is weird. This is not an intro. We yeah. I need to introduce myself. Hi, welcome everybody to the Odds and Evens and Everything podcast, where we talk about everything and nothing at the same time. Boom, they remember. This was honestly just a test to make sure they remember, because even if they didn't get it, I was going to keep it in. Thanks, I was going to force them to do <laughs> Yes, so, the grand return of the kings. Yes, we, we are back. Uh, what, what's the meme? We have Ben, the, Kai, and Jared The here. return of the king. <laughs> no, no, there's that one where it's like the, I, oh, what, I think it was Megamind? Oh yeah, it's like my death was greatly exaggerated. <laughs> That's us. It's like Mega Mine, you know. This was an old meme format, but it's like the and he like kicks the bus, and then this is just it's like I mean, people thinking our podcast died because it was lame. Kicks bus, us cutting through the bus, <laughs> us just not having time to do it. I mean, were we uh, were we alive to begin with? <laughs> Insert Illuminati eye here. Bruh. No, but time to do the X Files thing. But no, literally last <laughs> last semester, that we, was a lot. We just got really busy. Like we started, we recorded a few episodes, and then just <laughs> busyness dipped. Life, school. Now we're just somebody that we used to know. That you used to. We literally cut, were them. We just made some anger episodes, and, and then it just, just dipped. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's like, like even though I was wasn't wasn't really into music, I was like, because like a kid, I just listened to you know freaking like K Love or whatever was on the radio. <laughs> Who? Which Caleb? It's a Christian radio channel. It was in like a car. It's it was great. But basically, what? even me who wasn't listening to music would like hear it because I, I specifically remember. I don't know how I have this memory. We were like at this like hotel condo ish area in uh, somewhere on the Gulf Coast. I don't remember. Also, if I did, I was gonna say because you know confidentiality, baby. <laughs> I don't need y'all stalking me because I know y'all want to because we're awesome and y'all love us. Just kidding, they don't. <laughs> She literally can't hear you. They literally can't hear you. That's funny. It wasn't even a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> but we're like in this condo, and I remember being on the Lazy River and here. Somebody that you used to know. <laughs> like, I remember that. So when people were like, yeah, they just drop one song and drop. I was like, wait, really? Because I was like, I just heard one song. Also, it's really funny because the songs I like now are songs that were super popular in like 2010, 2015. <laughs> like moves like Jagga, that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. What's the one, uh, Begging You? No. Begging, that original song's like from 20. Oh, yeah, they did like a cover. Yeah, they, slaps. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. No, speaking about. Uh, Grayson, somebody... I don't know. I haven't heard the whole thing, so, you know, maybe Spe- there's some bad things. Speaking about somebody Sorry. that I used to know, the first time and Mom. last time I heard it <laughs> was in France back in 2012. Oh, dang, that's cool. 2012, April. And that was the last time I heard it. And now it like popped up on my Instagram a couple of days ago. Oh. I'm like, yeah. Dang, it was, it's somebody, been like... it was somebody that you used to know. Literally, 10 years ago. The song quite literally was a self-fulfilling prophecy. Kind of like the coffin dance. Because when it died, guess what meme was the one that put it to death? The coffin. The coffin. The coffin. <laughs> you just, people just have like an infinite loop of like, like the meme is dead. R.I.P. And then it just goes into a coffin. Coffin dance meme. And then just, <laughs> the meme is dead. And just loops infinitely. I just, use the coffin just, dance to destroy the It's just an Ouroboros cycle. <laughs> I understood that right. Well, 
Yes and no. Yes and no, yeah. I, I'm assuming in mythology, Norimboros is like a never, like, unkillable monster. I well, know because of Marco Pyre's epic uh, inscription playthrough, which I would recommend watching, and even though he's literally never going to see this ever, uh, I'm, yes, I... Link in bio. Sm- we, we don't have a... I mean, we do have a bio, but I'm not going to link Marco Pyre in the bio. I mean... Maybe as a meme. Maybe. You won't. That just, would actually be kind of funny. Just do it for like an entire month. And just tell him tell him that we sent you. Because, yeah, yes, yes. Markiplier, the guy who has like what? Let's see. Let's see how many subs he has. More subs than us. Uh, we, well, We're we not have, on we YouTube. Have, we, have fo- we, have, we have followers, not subs. Yeah, 31 million subscribers. 31.9 million subscribers. Yes, a nice. small podcast who has about 10 followers and three in real life. <laughs> they stopped. Just kidding. Uh yeah, he definitely needs a he definitely needs a branding from us to help get his brand up. Oh yeah, so for you're sure. welcome, Markiplier. Yeah, this, this is, is gonna be hilarious if he actually sees like for some reason he just magically sees this. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest promotion you'll ever get, and you better, better than Raid not, Shadow Legends. You better not you better Ooh. not forget it. We yeah, will Markiplier. we will hold it over your heads for eternity. Yeah, Markiplier. Wouldn't it be funny if Markiplier just listens to us? <laughs> Markiplier, appreciate you. You're awesome. I made hard hands. I know you can't see that, which is big sad. But you great. Inscription was a great playthrough. The flying... Oh, y'all. That, this is how I know I'm a real fan. The fly... The fly... That bit was so funny. Was that the bite of 87? Markiplier is so funny. He literally was just the origin of so many good memes. E. Both in E. Emotional damage. That was... <laughs> no, that, the link to another content creator. Yo, Stephen He. Stephen Hay. Okay, hey, is it he I, or Hay? I, I don't speak Chinese. He is Chinese, I'm assuming. He is Irish Chinese. Irish? Wow. He's half Irish. Good for him. So he, so, so he's just Kai, but different. Yeah. He's Kai, Kai but, but funny. Kai, but Sam, but Irish. No, no, no. He's Kai, but funny. <laughs> oh, we need to get Sam on here sometime. We should get Sam yeah. on here eventually. Yo. No, yeah, no, yo, we, we, yo. Have plans, we have plans of getting guests. Yeah, yeah no, no. Good news. Sam is back this semester. Let's yeah, freaking yeah, go, yeah. For dude. The, for the real ones who listen to the other yeah. episodes of the podcast. We have, Sam is here. We have recruited him into the Genshin cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. They don't even know about this. This is. This was <laughs> I think we mentioned about so, Genshin and... Oh, we talked about the, before. That, that, was the, that was the... That was the, a long time ago. The lost episode also. <laughs> we mentioned Genshin in the first episode, though. I don't remember that. We, okay, so so Jared plays Genshin, as y'all obviously know. And I had, I think I had mentioned that I had tried it, but I kind of dropped it. Well, Jared got me really into it. Like, really, really into it. <laughs> like, we played it all break long. We had a great... And then we got Sam into it. And then we got Kai into it. Let's freaking So we literally go. have the whole room turned into Genshin Impact. Let's go. Well, not the whole room. We're a go. bunch of degenerates. Yes. Let's go. And we may or may not have wailed money. If we make money from this podcast, it will 100% go to Primo Gems. <laughs> uh, for me, it's just called Battle Pass and Rock and Roll. Hey. I haven't bought, I haven't bought directly, like, oh, you know, Oh, true, 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 So. All right, because you didn't have the whale, because you got I'm jungly a, on, like, 30, I'm a 30, technical whale, people. but I'm not a true whale. Yeah, I feel like whales, you spend a lot of cash for the banners. Buying those is, like, actually smart use of your money. Yeah. Because you haven't contributed to the cash that goes to the banner. Raiden, because you saw that statistic. There's a statistic because there's, you know, ba- for those of you who don't know, banners like gotcha game. Gotcha games are basically just think a vending machine, but a video game. That's the best And it changes try. every month. And statistically, like, you will eventually get the rare thing you want. Like, and it tells you all the odds. So it is technically fair. It's not skill-based. And basically we have, there's banners, which basically increase the odds of getting certain characters. Usually the five stars, which are incredibly hard to get. And, like how it works is that you can buy more of the things that let you pull for characters with real money because that's how they, that's how the game because the game is free to play I would recommend 100% getting and playing it for free 
you can get on your phone, computer, definitely. Even for free, it's an amazing game. Kai? Absolutely. He's full free to play. He... I would like to say I could was that, but no, I love it. that's lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got them. Yeah, but it's it's a great game for free for you know for free for what it is. But then there's this whole stat that showed like how much money was made from each banner because a banner is basically like whenever characters run, like you can get them at any time from the regular one, but their odds are pretty non-existent. While if you do the banner, like it's super, like it's what's called a fifty-fifty. If you get a five star, it has a fifty percent chance of being the five star on the banner. But it showed, like, freaking, like, Raiden, which is, like, a really cool character in there. Has, like, I don't know how much money. It made, like, a, I don't know, I ain't gonna look it up. But it Raiden's, made, like, like so number much. one. It's number one, and it made, like, I think, like, maybe, like, it was two, not 2,000. It was way more than 2,000. To put, to put it in perspective, if Raiden was number one, whoever was number two was half of Raiden. Yeah, no. <laughs> let, me, made, let me pull the, bang. I got the. Oh, no, I, I got the meme right here. I'll pull it up in a second. Give me a second. Ty, don't move from your position. Yes, we have it. Scoop forward a bit, actually. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we will monitor your voice. Sorry, y'all, <laughs> if this is a little little sketch. It's been a while since we've done this. Okay, we're rusty. Don't don't at us. The five people. Okay, so let's see. It's just called Get Eaten by an Ox. So I can total, spit back out, lol. Oh, Lord. Okay, so what? I think 280, $283 million has been spent on a free game. And $27 million was spent on Raiden's Banner. And that, that, yes. And they're about to make another $27 million on her rerun because everyone who didn't get her is now mad. And everyone who wants her constellation wants her now, too. It's called a budget, it's called, man. It's called I Need Raiden C. Is, is nutty. It's She's called great. I Want At Least C2 Raiden. And then guess which banner made the least amount of money? Kokomi. <laughs> which is like the only five star that I got without Wailing. <laughs> Good job. Because no one really wanted Kokomi. I really like her. She's a nutty healer. Yeah, no, the, the one, Zhongli and Ganyu, which is the second highest banner, which are both really popular characters, only made $19 million compared to $27 million. So literally Raiden, one character, not even like two character banners. Because when you think about Raiden and Ganyu, it was two five stars. So some people wanted Raiden, some people wanted Ganyu, some people wanted Zhongli. Uh, for Raiden, the people who bought it just wanted her. And it made $8 million more dollars. It's insane. While below us just Kokomi Klee on her rerun, Tartaglia on his rerun, Tartaglia on his second <laughs> rerun. Gosh, PTSD. They both made roughly the same amount of cash. His original run made a lot more. He it's made more. Ito it made more than how Tartaglia. Much people will pay for, for a free, free game. game. Well, it's because a funny character go brr. Yep. Like how Klee on her first banner weighed way more than Klee on her second. Because nah. called by the time the second banner came around, like everyone probably had Klee or they didn't really care. No, no, it's the Toy Story two meme of Andy saying, "I'm, I'm, I'm." Mm. Yeah, and that's Toy just, Story one. No, that's from the, Toy Story two because that's when Woody gets yeah, his yeah, arm yeah. ripped. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. There's a difference. Toy Story one. That's Toy Story one. He he doesn't ever say he wants to. It's in Toy Story two because I I watched this movie recently. Mm -hmm. he that's gets why the arm ripped. it's his arm gets ripped and Woody's like no. Woody has like like this nightmare and Andy's like I don't want to play with you. Anymore. All right, it was, not, yeah, it was like a nightmare sequence question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, well, because yeah. Andy was actually you know goaded kid actually. Yeah. Andy treated his toys great. He was he was a great he was a great child. Also, fun fact, uh, if you watch, so, you know, Pixar, back in the day, didn't have a lot of animation power, so they took a lot of shortcuts, which is fine, you know, it made the movie look fine. Maybe people were a little odd, but luckily there was practically no people in the movie. So in the first Toy Story, if you look at all the kids in the movie, they're just Sid, not Sid, 
Is it, his name Sid? Sid. Sid's yeah. the evil the, one. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not the evil one. The the the, the nice kid. Andy. 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 Yeah. I totally I like how it's literally written on all our feet and I still forgot. And I probably said it like ten seconds ago. <laughs> this is what y'all came to listen to, me being dumb and having amnesia. But yeah, uh, Andy, For your entertainment. Yeah. This is what you enjoy. We'll just pretend like this is my persona. All it's right, not ba- actually me. All right, back to what yeah, you yeah. were saying. But pretend. basically, if you look at all the kids, like, during his birthday, they're all just clones of Andy. Like, literally. Like, graphic design-wise, they'll have different clothes on and different shades of skin. But you notice you never see their faces either. Because they know the faces are the exact same. Because they couldn't, they couldn't literally, didn't, it would have been too difficult to animate so many Toy people. Story back then was the most... Advanced, yes. It was not the not only advanced, most expensive movie to make for Pixar because Pixar wasn't a big company. Yeah. Pixar only did short films, and before Toy Story, Toy Story got its inspiration from this. Uh, this he was like one of the three D artists, and he was watching a Christmas video of of this baby putting a toy inside the mouth, and he made an animated video, an anim, a short animation called the Tinker Toy, in which it's this little this little Tinker Toy trying to evade a baby. Ah. And the baby is gross. It's, it's grotesque. Like, if you search it up, it is funny. It's like Attack on Titan, but toy. <laughs> it's, it's literally Attack, attack on, Titan, on but toy. toy. It's Attack on Toy, essentially. Yeah. And then they actually used that that face of the baby, and they just changed it to look to make it look like Andy. Hmm. So, yeah. That's cool. It's, uh, also, wasn't literally they accidentally deleted all of Toy Story 1, but luckily yes. some pregnant woman working from home had it saved on her computer? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The funniest story. It I was, think was more it. was it. accidentally deleted. The whole movie. <laughs> the whole like, hour and a half. Which is gone. Gone. Completely. Um, but this this worker had it had it saved on like a thumb drive. Because she was like working from home because she was like on maternity leave or something like that. Mm-hmm. So literally some pregnant lady literally saved all the Toy Story. It might be Toy Story 2. I think it was Toy Story 2. I think, I think okay. it was too. And if anybody well, who's part well. of the Disney Mafia or a family that's listening to uh, us and we're getting the story wrong... We apologize. We apologize, yeah. but at the same time, what it's are you going to do? one of the Toy Stories was uh, Thanos snapped out of existence, and then uh, <laughs> Pregnant Lady literally was just Iron Man. And Okay, this is spoilers for Endgame, but if you haven't watched it by now, that's your own fault. Uh, <laughs> like two, she's like, years. I am pregnant. She quite literally was like, I am inevitable because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and just snapped it. Boom, here's the whole movie back. That's insane. You can't make that up. Like, you can't. Shout, shout out to the baby for forcing the mother to go into yeah. maternity. What do you think about it? That kid, like, saved. I think if she was pregnant, she might have just been working for some reason. But that baby quite literally saved a, a franchise that I would say is appreciated worldwide. Oh, speaking about Toy Story, Toy Story 5. Oh, my Lord. Are they actually making it? We're not, not the only... The franchise needs to end. No, no, not only... No, no, children. No, no. Not only are we getting a Toy Story 5, we're supposedly getting an Up 2. Okay, I actually am not going to complain about that. I loved Up. I think it ended awesome. And it would be cool to have, like, uh, what's the, the the old guy's name? Uh, it's uh and Carl, Carl, Carl and, and Russell, Russell going on, and like with the dog too, and they go on like a little adventure. What I would that, like to I see love is that if they do like a little flashback story, because Ellie and Carl they're still young, yeah. right? What if they go off on like on their own mini adventure? That would be fun. Well, like like because like, that would be something that would be a fun idea. Really to like it would be cute and sweet. That movie's such a I love up. It's a great movie. It's it's funny. If you're older, you can still appreciate like the emotional like behind it. It's it's just it's great, and because it, it's like oh he's an old man, but it's like Arr, and he's like the kid, but then he grows on the kid, and just it's great. There's actually it's a true story. So there was this boy he was dying of um oh that, he was di- you that's pro- you probably know about this one, but Ben, but he was dying of cancer. So the entire cast of Up 
came to his Aww. home and they watched the movie up with him. And the boy who played um, Russell sat with the kid. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. That is it's that is wholesome. This is this is a very wholesome episode. We're talking about pregnant ladies and castle. I'm trying to think. What other what other interesting? I know I watched like this random video on like a uh, Pixar. They literally like I think I was once in their their animation office because it was like an old building. Like they didn't build the building. It was just like they moved into it because they were mm-hmm. they bought it out. And there's like in one of these uh in one of the rooms there's just like this vent. And they're like okay whatever you know they kind of ignored it for a while. Do 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 do. Bom, bom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but but yeah. So they found like some vent cover. I think and I think just one of them randomly like 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 it was like maintenance or somebody like checked it and they lift it up and it, it doesn't lead to a vent system. It's just literally they just lift it up and it just leads into a, a room. And it's just a room that the only way into it is like through this vent. And like it's it's a pretty decent sized vent. Not like, gonna lie, that's kinda sus. Well it is really <laughs> when weird, there's but, only like, one room that is only accessed by and one. And I vent. think they were suspicious about it too because like they were I they I think they noticed that they were like missing some space maybe because like they one room and then there's another room and there was a weird gap in between, but I think they just assumed, you know, oh ventilation, you know. But like and now it's like they have like this fun like little like party not party room, but it's like it has like lights and stuff in there like it's it's pretty small like it it's smaller than like a room in a house like it's take like a regular room size oh like rough like you know if you're in a room right now take that room and cut it in half that's about the size of it like it isn't cramped but I, i'm people getting... living in a mansion be like which room <laughs> <laughs> but basically uh like and it's just like this little like fun little like relaxed room they have and stuff like that i'm like dang Bringing pics are like they have like 3D printers like on on there so they they can instantly print any models that they're working on just to like look at them like especially when they, like, they have like toys and stuff that they're making they'll just print them out so they can have them as like reference and stuff. Oh, it's quite literally like animation paradise. There's a specific name for that. It's a uh, it starts printer? with M. No, no, the 3D printer when you print out a character, it's it starts with an M. It's model. not a mar- it's not a mar- it's not a model. It's not a marquee. It's like a when you put when you pr- 3D margin. Print- no, not teeny English. No, that, that's a drink. <laughs> that's a drink. It wasn't a person too. I feel like there's a guy named Martini. Henry Martini. Yeah, probably. Wait, maybe. Yeah, probably. Is that fiction or real? Real. Pro- the there's, Henry there's, there's are you guy. trying? To, are you trying to expose our contacts? What? Kai? No. Okay, so but there's Henry Martin. He's a soccer player. Close enough. Or Martin, probably. Henry Martini is a rifle. No, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a, a rifle. That Martini Henry, specifically, is a breech-load single-shot rifle with a lever action that was used by the British Army. It was first entered in service in 1871, eventually replacing the Snyder Enfield, a muzzle loader converted to a cartridge system. What Martini- a wholesome video. <laughs> Brits used it, therefore it's cringe. Hey, there you go. We You, you learn more every day. Our, our podcast is just crackheads talking to each other. All right, so, okay, wow. now that we're on the train for Pixar... So one's high, guns. one's high, one's on crack, and one's drunk. So which one? Which yeah, which, which one? one? Yeah, which one? Stop we'll, repeating we'll the name of you know what? Hey, hey you drunkard, what? stop repeating yourself. You know what? This is the this is the like this is like the question poll thing. <laughs> if we you know if we do this kind of thing. So, okay, for the record, this is a joke. None of us are intoxicated because all of us are under the age of well, alcohol, yes, and the rest are illegal. So well, not yet, of course. The the, the alcohol or the other things. 
This is a whole new podcast. My mother might listen to this. Uh, my sister should, listens to you this. Should, you should make. Hi. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, sister. You should make this like a poll. Like, Yo, happy birthday! By the time this comes out, it'll be about her birthday. Oh, really? So, oh, happy sweet. birthday! I'll not say when, but happy birthday, Bruh. Also, good luck with your recital. She has a recital. Uh, my sister is graduating college, and she's music, and they have like a cool recital. Yep. I didn't realize she that for. Vi- no no, 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 no. For recitals, you don't actually play an instrument. You well, or- orchestrate it. Not for... Conduct it. If you're choral conducting, yes. Yeah. Well, but she, she isn't choral she's conducting. vocal, right? Yes. Then, then she's singing. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. It was Abby. Abby no, Abby's conducting. And yeah. that's what she's conducting. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool, though. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to Abby's. It's her Abby's... Con- Abby's is after my sister... And uh, her her recitals on my birthday actually. Let's go. So yeah, yeah. no, it's called like whatever you, like you folk like whatever your emphasis is. That's what you're doing for your ah, recital. Ah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So therefore, I'm doing violin for my recital. Heck yeah, I'm gonna be there. We all are gonna be there. I'm gonna be an usher for it, whatever. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be an usher for my sisters, so I get to have the power. Oh heck yeah! I'll well, that's a scary thought actually. So <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I got them. But yeah, no, we'll definitely be yours. You should play some. You should play uh, Mars and the planets. It's a great. I love that. Dude, we played piece. that last. Year. I know, and it's slack. No, no, no. You gotta play Sephiroth's theme. No, Sephiroth. I don't. Bruh. I don't think you're allowed to. I think nah, I wouldn't be allowed to. By the school. And even even if even if I were copyright, Vivaldi's Winter, Bruh. That's brave, and it's a statement. Do it first. Bruh. Just listen to it right now, guys. Pause Bruh. this. Listen to Vivaldi's Winter. It slaps. Bruh. I might. I might just incorporate like an arrangement thing that like from like have me. like transition like no like me. oh that would be super cool no because I know because I know some students do that like some students and that's have an done extra that before. big flex yeah no it's like you, here's my own music that yeah I'm you playing. you know Junior right Kai of course yeah Junior. no he, he Japanese man yeah no I think literally, I know literally like yeah, Japanese I think man I know. yeah literally like like insane the piano for no reason um yeah it's called he played like one or two of his own arrangements that's that's a flex. Yeah, that's that's a big flex. Like, I f- yo, not only am I so good at piano that I'm a having a recital, but b I'm so good that I'm playing my own songs yeah. for you. No, I know there is. Like, imagine like on, on like your little paper, it just says, you know, blah blah blah, blah Beethoven, blah blah blah, Bach, blah blah blah, Jared White, <laughs> arranged by a, arranged by Jared. Unless I just make unless I just make like an original composition or something, which, then it would be composed. Then it, it it would just it would only have my name on it for the composer, just Jared. Yeah, that's a flex. That'd be big. You should do it. Definitely do it. Uh, the title for his piece, Multiverse of Music, Mom. <laughs> Starting with yours. Got him. <laughs> but, uh, yo, it'd be cool. I, like, have, like, have different music pieces put together. That mm-hmm. Multiverse of Music actually sounds like a really cool. You should see if you can get that by. I know, like... like combine different pieces together. Like, have them flow really smoothly into each other. Bruh. I know, um... I like there are certain requirements, like, for, like, the repertoire that I choose. It's so, like, yeah. one has to be, like... I have to have at least one from each like era. era. Uh, yep. Violent through the ages. No. What? Well, no, they have no, they're they're all separate pieces. They're not they're not the same piece. They all have to be different. No, no, no. But different this, pieces this, from the different eras. Well, you that's called find a way to that's just called that's my normal recital. All. Yeah, because you and it's literally everyone does right. that. And I mean, I, you might have an accompanist. A com- I, 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 pretty much you're expected to. Like because yeah. pretty much ev- almost everything you do. Violin by itself. Just ask is, somebody who plays a viola. Why would he ask How dare you, Kai? How dare you suggest that to me? To <laughs> exactly. Think, to think I that would... I would consider such a lowly thing. I would say uh, my apologies to viola players, but like, you what? get no. none from me. Exactly. No. 
Yeah. For those um, that are wondering, there's a... If you, in a couple of days, we got the fine arts, and there's, like, a viola We bit. should all be like, boom. No, it's not a... Kai. It's a bunch it's, of, isn't it a bunch of violins? It's two violins, a viola, a celloist, and a pianist. Is it a cellist or a celloist? Cellist. So okay, it's a cellist. Cool. I always thought it was but, cellist. But, uh... No. No. For, all, for those of you who don't know, I get music jokes because my sister played, like, she was a music person growing up, so, like, sh- she would show me videos and stuff, and I've just gotten used to them, which is why I get along with a lot of music people. But you basically, so, for those of you who right. don't know, you know, you know what a violin is, obviously. Everyone, I think everyone does, and if you don't, uh... Unless, what? unless you're one of those people who call a cello a big violin, in which case... I mean, you're not wrong. I will it is, I mean, is called like, shame on you, but I I might understand depending on the situation. A, a violin, yeah. So violin, and then there's viola. A viola is just a sl- Pardon? Don't get mad at me. It is, for those of you who don't know what a viola, for the people who, at home, who don't know what a viola is, a viola is just a slightly larger violin. And slightly lower. What does that mean? Like, it's lower pitch. in pitch. Yeah. yeah. No, because that's the benefit of having larger violins. It's the stepbrother well, n- of the violin. It, kind of. Yeah, half. With violas, the thing is that, like, from a physics standpoint, their tone's warmer, but yeah. they have a harder time projecting. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who don't know how music works... Shut up, Kai. What? That doesn't make sense. I don't even know what you're... Oh. Okay, whatever. We're not going to look at the violas. Uh, for those of you who don't know how music works, which, granted, it's not... People know how music works, but, like, it's actually... Resonance is really cool. Like, talking about, like, sound and stuff like that. Because basically what happens, and correct me whenever, if I ever say something wrong, you, you know, you play violin, you do strings... You know, you run you run the ball along the strings. That mm-hmm. causes vibration. The vibration reverberates inside the case. That's why the case is hollow, and that's why there's holes. It lets the sound project out of those, and that's why it gets louder because it's given chance to like reverb and launch. And the larger that case is, the more the the sound can move around, and it causes it to take different pitch and different volume, like not v- even different volume. timbre, different timbre. Yeah, which is like how you said it's like warm. It's like timbre is basically like the color of a sound. That's pretty a, much that's really cool color of a sound yeah mm-hmm. music is amazing uh but and basically what happens is the larger you get that's just why bass sounds like a bass it's really big so the music has a really chance to reverb because also i'm assuming it's since it's really large there's a lot of time between it travels between bouncing and that causes pitches that have higher energy to like drop out because basically since they have more energy they expend themselves while traveling between i'm guessing this is a guess this is hypothesis I'm a scientist, not a musician. I should actually look this up eventually. I mean, there are musicologists, and then that is musicians. Cool. Yeah, that is really because cool. musicologists deal with like the science of music, whereas yes. musicians deal with the music of music. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's, uh, basically the larger it is, the deeper the sound. Because That's a rough estimation. All right, speaking of science, much, science, more or less. We also need to explain what a viola does. <laughs> okay, we'll get to the viola, but it's not important. I know y'all are on the edge of your seats. Oof. Oof, Just like viola. Guys. Okay, so <laughs> dang. Do you know, Jared, do you know anything about elec- electric violins Ooh. and how they function? Um, Funny sound, go burr. Yeah, so with elect, so when you introduce, like, electric instruments into the matter, then it becomes, like, then you're bringing a whole, like, new category of, like, sound technology. Yeah. Because now, it, now is so pretty much, like, I'm just going to break this down this way. So, you know, like, how, like, sound is basically just waves, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in... When you connect it to, like, you know, a computer or something like that, then the computer has to pretty much translate, like, the waves into digital data. So ones and zeros. Yeah. Computers are freaking crazy. You think mm-hmm. they all function That's kind of ones and zeros. Yeah. It's kind of like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
electric violins with how they work by themselves. It takes the input and transfers it into yeah. what the assumed sound would be. Almost. Um, pretty much think of like it's it's, the... it's like the same way electric guitar works. Like by itself, it doesn't really do anything. It just needs but like give it like an amp and then like. Kind of like the aux cable that goes. Yeah, and kind of like, kind of like customize like the what, what, specific what, what sound you real, want, what, and what, boom, electric violin. What it's doing is, uh, this is a guess, but I'm I'm assuming it's taking the the physical input of the vibrations and it's transferring that into like lines of code and specifically power, probably pulses of electricity. Yeah, and then those go to amp speaker whatever. So if you don't, and they so, vibrate it in the correct frequency that makes it go out. So if you don't, so if it's yeah. not connected to an amp, it's not going to. You won't be, hear anything. You won't hear. Well, anything. I mean, you'll technically hear something, but it's you'll like hear, it's ah. like, but it's like an electric guitar, like like you know, same thing with electric guitar. You'll technically hear stuff, like you'll hear the pitches. It's just not loud at all because there's nothing to amplify it. Yeah. Same with an electric violin, because like, I remember like once it was like one time when I went to like music camp when I was like in fourth grade or something. Like the dude literally, the dude brought like a legitimate electric violin. Did he bring like an amp or anything? Uh, he tried, like, he let us try it without an amp, and then let us try it with an amp. That's cool. Yeah. That's no, what, it was, it was insane. For. Yeah. Also, fun fact, um, um, funny, uh, one instrument, like, that's commonly associated, like, one sound is commonly associated with, like, Chinese genre of music. <clears throat> Genshin, <clears throat> Liwe. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Electric, electric violin. That's what they really? use. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you're right. Yep. You're right, yeah. That's what they use okay, nowadays. but circling back to viola, uh, basically the joke is that violas are quote-unquote easier because since they're slightly larger, it's a lot easier to touch individual strings and requires quote-unquote less skill to play. So that's why the joke is that viola players are second-rate. I mean, you as an individual? No. You as a musician? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how do you get two violists to uh, play in tune? Uh... Oh, I think you've... You might have honestly said this on the podcast. Before. I might have. I don't know. Well, you know what? We're you say know it again. Say We've it all again. forgotten, probably. Ask one to leave. I remember we made feel jokes like the first episode, too. This is great. Full circle. We started... This is the start of the new season. Ouroboros cycle. The Ouroboros. <laughs> I feel like I've The serpent before. that continuously eats itself. This is the new new season. Not really. It's nah. just, We don't have seasons, really. Nah. I mean, unless you I mean, really want seasons. I guess. This is know. just part six, all right? <laughs> this is just, here's a new random part. Enjoy. Sorry for the wait that we cannot really determine. I mean, we could have. It's just we called it. Pocket. What? what? I think he was getting mad at JoJo's uh, mangaka. <laughs> mangaka is a person who writes a manga, for those who do not know. I believe. Oh, That's Rohan? what the definition is. Rohan? Rohan? Who the frick is Rohan? Uh, mangaka in JoJo. Oh, he's a manga. Okay, okay. There's okay. a manga. Yeah. Well, obviously, all anime has a manga. Okay, Actually, no. I think there are some animes that technically don't have. Remind me when Remington comes up to graduate. I'm gonna ask him to bring. It is JoJo, part five, uh, Golden Wind. I have oh, a, nice. the original. I have one of the original books. I'm gonna ask him if he can oh, bring it, and then nice. oh yeah, it's no, they sell some the at like Hot Topic and stuff. And I've been but this to start came, buying JoJo. This came from Okinawa. This came from Okinawa back in, in 2014. It's all in Japanese. That's so cool. So I'm gonna see if I can ask Rem Remington if you listen to this, you bring it up when you come to visit. Yeah, advertise Remington. it to Remington. Tell him to listen to it, and then we tell him we reference it. Tell him, tell clickbait him into this. Yeah, we called him. Also, out. Remington, you're based. I know. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to tell you that when you're here. You're based. I like you. You're you're a vibe. You stay. <laughs> The Asian boys. Yeah, uh, and there's me. White. I'm honorary Asian. Well, Same. I mean, you're just 
Uh, well, if you combine me and Remington together, you get you get one white, one. <laughs> it's like the fusion dance. It just becomes two, so just one random white guy, one Asian guy. Asian guy looks at white man and squints. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> but but uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. I just said words and they just stopped coming out of my mouth. You see, I was going to talk about Pixar, but you know what? We went well, off. Well, we we go on everywhere. Lamps. Okay, okay, you brought up lamps. So, fun fact. Back before Pixar became, like, its huge company, it did its short films, right? Yeah, yeah, So, there was this famous, like, animator who... And there was an animation festival happening going on. And so, Pixar made a small animation movie about the about the big lamp and the little lamp. And the little ball that it bounces on and then it deflates. Yeah. And audience, that's what the... audience was were going crazy about it. So this one, the big, big, the biggest like animator like in Hollywood, he goes up to like the head guy of uh, is it Bob Iger? I don't know. I don't, believe. Don't look at me. Uh, of Pixar, and he asks him, "All right, I have a question." And Bob Iger is like, "Great, I messed up on the little part of this frame over here." Or is he gonna ask He's me why it's the like, shading? Yeah. He's like, "Was that a father or a mother for a lamp?" <laughs> and the dude's like, "We did it." So you made animation so good that yeah you you know you're good whenever like people who are masters of the craft aren't critiquing they crit- they don't critique it on a technical scale scale they recri- critique it almost like a storytelling or like what well, they critique it as art and instead of as like a technical thing so like you know so that's a question so you, that's a good question what was that a father or a mother lamp I don't even know I don't even know what you're talking about I don't know, know what you're talking about all right. I know is like the little Okay, I gotta. <laughs> I have to send you. I uh, it's this Instagram reel, but it's the X and the it's the X and the I, and the I's like X. What's going on? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's X like, is like, it's like the no, greatest masterpiece no, ever. That's how intimidating. And it, you really, when you think about it, he just goes through eternal misery every time someone plays. He's in his own pocket dimension of just torture. Like, every time someone plays a Pixar movie, he just dies. Like, <laughs> and he gets revived the next time they watch it. <laughs> infinite death. It's it's literally a golden experience requiem. I feel like a recurring theme in this episode is a cycle. The continuous cycle. You're not wrong. Oh, yeah, because we talked about Ouroboros. We talked about this. <laughs> what, what, what is Phoenix's? Yo, oh, you're right. Where are my Harry Potter fans at? Uh, Fox? We stand Fox. Uh, or so that's a good Greek question. Mythology. How Fox? How does Fox? I, I feel like because if you can keep on dying and coming back, how many cycles will you go through? Hinduism. How old is Fox the Phoenix? Born in 1938. Immortal dies and reborn from the ashes. Death dates include 18 December 92, 18. Ju- okay, for all of you who don't know, this is Harry Potter. Uh, Fox is a phoenix, and in the lore of Harry Potter, which sorry if I misspeak, but. Uh, so Dumbledore, he has a phoenix. Dumbledore, Dumble, Dumbledore. Okay. Also, it's been, it didn't help that I watched like a movie. It's like Dumbledore. All right, Dumbledore. It's Dumbledore. Dumbledore. That that was so funny. <laughs> that, that was, was good. so funny. Lego Movie's a great movie. Golden. Uh, I'm gonna make y'all feel old. Lego Movie came out like 2014. Whoa. Yeah. Let me. I'll look it up right now. But man, when did the Lego Movie 20 February 7, 2014? Wait. <laughs> That's today. That's today. <laughs> It came out, it came out exactly, well, technically yesterday, but like, eight year anniversary. It literally came out 
Yeah, eight years ago on the day, well, the day after we were before we recorded it, close enough. While we, we were recording. we were recording it, and it became the other day. Oh, that's insane! No. The cycle. It's a I can't believe that movie's eight years old. It's a great. That was a great movie. But uh, uh, back to what was I talking about for like a movie? Meanwhile, Ash is eternally ten. Yes, uh, that's totally. <laughs> oh, unrelated. shut up about me. <laughs> but, but but basically, uh, Dumbledore has a phoenix called Fox, and in. Uh, in Chamber of Secrets, that's where you mm-hmm. first see him. I, great movie. I, I I would recommend watching the Harry Potter movies. Uh, the way the movies like connect all the deep, like they bring up a lot of really subtle details, and those details are reoccurring, and it benefits paying attention, like how to connect details. But even to relax is an enjoyable movie to watch. I would probably say my favorite was uh, out of all of them I've watched when I watched like four was Chamber of Secrets because I liked how all the like clues and stuff connected. It was really satisfying. I say three, Prisoner of Azkaban. That's, that one was that a really good one the, too. That is the last happy movie it's before really, everything just goes down. Yeah. But that but, one's my favorite. But uh, basically, Fox is a phoenix. He dies and then turns into ash and then he's reborn because that's how phoenixes work. So boom, there's the cycle. Star Wars, like poetry, it rhymes. Everything about Star Do, do y'all know about this? What? Okay, so basically, uh, George Lucas made Star Wars with the concept of mirroring, almost. So mm-hmm. things that happen in the first episode, there's reflections of them that happen in the sixth episode. Things that happen in the second reflects the fourth. Think of a big circle. Mm-hmm. Think of the movies one, two, three, four, five, six. Think of a big circle. Mm-hmm. Think of a big circle, and think about the outside circles, the first and sixth. The middle circle, second, five. And the inner circle is three and four. They have a lot of parallels and stuff like that that you can look up, like... Three and four has, like, a master reviving Fallen Apprentice. I think that was one thing. And it's episode three. Uh, spoilers. Also, this movie's been out for literally probably more than two decades. 1977. Yeah, it's your fault for not watching it. It was out before I was born, and I still watched the nerds. <laughs> uh, you know, Anakin dies. Palpatine revives him. Episode... Wait, no, Anakin doesn't die. Not... He's just becoming Toasty Marshmallow. Yeah. And then episode four slash one. Four in timeline. One in creation. Uh, you see Luke gets, like, dropped by some Tusken Raiders, and then Obi-Wan's like, Arr. Like, there's a, there's a lot of mirroring that's done, and there's a literal quote from George Lucas that's like, it's like poetry, it rhymes. Mm-hmm. That's a meme yeah. as well. And I think it's just George Lucas coming up with excuses to make it sound, like, way more, like, cinematic and poetic. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, hey, hey, and I mean, there is some reflections that happen in the new movies. Uh, specifically, you notice in even the way they occur. Usually the first movie is a pretty self-included plot. The second movie is something that ends with a way that can lead on to something else. And the sixth movie finishes. So if you think episode eight, which would be right... No, The Last Jedi. I don't remember the names because they were crap movies. <laughs> Sorry. But basically, if you notice in uh, The Last Jedi, how it ends is they... Well, you notice... It ends on them being on a white planet in an old base as they're being assaulted with no way out. Uh, if you notice how episode 5 starts, it's white hard. planet, it's this very rear image, and you notice, like, and it makes sense. If you then try to do that whole circle imagery, but with instead episodes episode, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And episode 8 ends on a spaceship, and on episode 5, it ends it also ends yeah. on a spaceship. Also, you're left, it's, it's like, incomplete. It's the only Star Wars movies... I'm pretty sure. I don't remember exactly how episode two ended because it's been forever. It just started. It just ended with like clones just showing yeah, up. Yeah. So it's literally no. It ended with two, Anakin getting married. Two, five, and eight are left with like conclusions. Like you know, like it's like the movies ended, but you obviously feel like there's big things that you want to happen. Like 
Han Solo's in Carbonite or freaking Leia. No, Luke dies. That kind of stuff. You're left with a lot of what? questions and you want to watch the second one. Yeah, that's Luke, right. yeah, Luke dies in eight. Spoilers, but also it's your own fault for not watching it. Also, don't even. It's not that good. So, <laughs> I have my own opinions. We might talk about this on a different episode, but... No, no. May 4th. We should actually on May, make 4th, a May 4th. We, need to we do... should release an episode on May 4th. You think you can do that? Because not only... Because that would be good. Would we even be on campus? May 4th? May 4th? Yeah. I might have a funny... Um... But we can do it like a week or two before. Yeah. Like, we can record it ahead of time and just release it on May 4th. Yeah, and That would be one of the only times where I will now limit us to a topic. By the way, guys, there's probably not going to be very many topic-based ones just because that felt really restricted. The Batman one was really good, but we had an episode after that that we tried to restrict to a topic and just... It didn't feel natural. Well, it also, like... <laughs> incriminating it evidence bad. it was just oh it was, yeah it was yeah. just not yeah. a good episode yeah. uh, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel authentic or natural so we discovered it so we have a lost episode fun fact so uh yeah have fun with that guys <laughs> but the batman one was fine like but even then you could still feel if it, it was it was too odd. batman oriented it felt a little odd i uh, granted it was super interesting so we probably won't do anything to one but for made the fourth We'll obviously do Star Wars, and if we have guests, we'd probably talk about majority of the guests. But if the guests decide to bring a random topic, we would go with them. The guests yeah. become the hosts. Speak about Batman. The new movie drops. Yeah, it is three. It is almost three hours long. Two hours and fifty-five minutes. It looks real. I'm not gonna lie. It looks good. If you haven't seen any of the trailers, watch it. It is good. Specifically, is name name the specific Batman movie so people know in the future. Uh, the Robert obviously Patrick whatever is like the Batman, the Batman, and yeah. supposedly Michael Keaton's in it. Who the freak's Michael Keaton? The original Batman oh, from the 1979. That's cool. 19... Well, that's like the Batman Because uh, in the show? new... No, 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 no. From the Michael Keaton with the uh, Jack Nicholson Joker. Because in the Flash teaser that they showed a couple months ago, in the Flash, the Ezra Miller movie, that's going to come out oh, okay. soon. okay. That was a half decent. The... Sorry. Oh. I was talking about Michael Keaton's Batman. Apologies. Okay, but that was back. That was directed by Tim Burton back then. But in the new Flash movie, Michael Keaton returns as Batman, and supposedly Michael Keaton is also in the Robert Patterson film because there's a scene of him on set wearing a suit and wearing like regular like a rich people suit and stuff. I don't know what you call it. Just a suit. Rich suit. Fancy dress. Kai, you would know about being rich. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Got all right. Well, we're all college students, so we're obviously we're broke. broke. Credit card. Shut up. <laughs> my dad hears his pop. Oh, my word. I hate you. <laughs> Matt Remington, since you're obviously listening to this one because it's the clickbait, you should get your father right now and go back about 30 seconds. And then text Kai. He knows. And then get your mother so that she can beat you to death. <laughs> <laughs> we kid. We kid. I'm sure Kai's mother would never beat him to, to death, at least. Well, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Remington be like, Mom, Dan, listen to this podcast, guy. <laughs> And then, like, just, they only hear this clip. Yeah. Just no context. Just no context. I'll, I'll like, just be Kai. on my computer, and you just see this hand reach out <laughs> and grab me, and boom. No I wouldn't even question it. I'd be like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. The stories I've heard of Kai's mother, I wouldn't put it past her. She is a, she's a very interesting, very Fearfully power, and powerful, powerful woman, I would say. She The stories I've Kai, the Kai's told me about Kai's mother, which, if you're listening now, like, they're pretty cool. Mom, like, you sound super cool. Mom, I love you. That's all I want you to know. I love you. <laughs> that's no, 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 all. But... That's all. I just love you. Also, don't kill, don't kill me, Mom. I like your food, and I would like to stay alive. No, but no. No. Okay. Topic. The, uh, here's a topic. What kind of person, like, what kind of people do you respect? 
Kind of people that I respect. Uh, okay. I guess we'll go we'll go around and I'll go first since he looked at me and I just feel like saying things because haha I'm an extrovert. <laughs> uh, people are respectable. Well, a people who respect me back. Like that is respect's a both way thing. You know, I give a little respect, you give me a little respect. That way it kinda goes. Also, if you're not stupid, you know. Like I'm hurt. Well, you're different. <laughs> you, you have you're not like I don't mean necessarily like an intelligence stupid which I would say you're still intelligent. You're not dumb. We joke about it, but you're not dumb. We're nice to Kai. This is evidence, right? Sure we are. Very funny. <laughs> you should enjoy but, but, like, for me, uh, respect is, it's on a personal scale, you know? Like, that person, I respect that person because, you know, morals and characteristics about them. And I would say it's independent of beliefs and anything like that. It's simply just them as their character. I respect them for their character. So while I might not necessarily, you know, my beliefs don't necessarily correspond with them, I still respect them as an individual, you know? Now, if I don't respect you, then I just don't give a rip. That's that's how I live my life, you know. If I if I don't give a rebuttal the person, I don't listen to any critique or advice they give me, you know. Now, granted, all critique, you know, has a little bit of truth in it. I'd say so. I would take a lot of, but if if some dude I didn't like was like, "Ha, huh, you're dumb," I'd be like, "I don't care." Okay, and yeah, you literally okay, and but if someone <laughs> I like someone your mother was, and I ha- have differing opinions about that. What I, you you know the mean? He no, says no. as he stutters. Did I stutter? <laughs> but, uh, but basically, if uh. If you respect me, and you're like, hey, Ben, you're acting really stupid right now, like you need to chill, I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, I don't say because I respect you. What does respect people for you, Jared? Hmm? What do you, what, like, what is, like, uh, what makes you respect the person, I guess, or whatever Kai's question was? Sorry. Um, for me, I'd say it's just, uh, they, someone who doesn't stop at anything to just live out their convictions and to, you know, I like that. do what they believe is right and stuff like that i like that that's good that's solid yeah because like also very non-political and neutral <laughs> <on scale. laughs> well, i mean yeah um so kai kai I'm, what about you i'm, I'm interested here you do i response. yeah your respect is a very big thing in your book so well i will agree with both your guys's stuff how you know you live out your life you know you the what what you want to do you do it but you do it the right way yeah. yeah, because for sure, and a not ends justifies the means kind of way. Yeah, because <laughs> every everything <We're> like <laughs> <laughs> minor politics. We didn't call anyone specific out. <laughs> not yet. Well, his- history, history. Yeah, history. you can call people out in history. That's yeah, not you can call people out because they're dead. Yeah, what are they, what are they gonna do about it? Yeah, be mad. You're dead, lol. <laughs> no, just no disrespect to old world leaders that were good, but not disrespect to the ones who were bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, poop on him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, continue, guy. No, but it's respect, because, yeah, respect goes both ways. Yeah. You, know? you you respect somebody, and then they don't respect you back. It's like, really, bro? Yeah. So, but. Cringe. Usually I let them respect me first before I give the respect. I, I'm allowed to overpull them. <laughs> but the thing is, though, it's a mutual thing. With respect, you have to, for some people, you have to earn it. Yep. It doesn't come automatically. Yep. Now, sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you never, like, Let's say, for example, uh, yeah, certain certain influential figures on our college campus. I'm not going to specify because let's say someone want to be really creepy, they could look them up. This individual is relatively famous, so you could look them up, and I don't want to trace it to that much. But a certain person who is rad, all my people who know, know. Rad? They know. They know. I have respect for, like, there was never a moment where I was like, oh, I was, like, and that's one of those times where there is no mutual respect. Technically, I'm sure if he met me as a person, he would respect me mutually. 
But like that is because I've seen his actions and I've seen his person. And even though we haven't had a personal interaction, I still have lots of respect for him. And I've heard personal interactions from other people and that's developed respect. And that's something that's a little different because that's like an authority figure. They're an influential person at our college for those who don't know at all. But, and like, I, I really respect him for what people like, what people told me and just interactions I've had and just him in person. Like you can see as you talk to him that he's a very, you know, wise man. And I think he's an awesome guy. So, heck yeah. So that's an example of also respecting without it technically going one way. Even though I'm sure he respects us as students. All of us. Yeah, like, um, funny president of college where we all go to. I, I'm not gonna lie. I have mixed feelings. He, I have mixed feelings. I, he's, he's a good person, but. I respect him and he, cause. Uh, I think he respects us as he, individuals. He, he gave me, he, he he found a way to give me a smile talk because he passed around only oh, because nice. he heard of how, of something that I did because I helped a book because oh, I nice. helped some people and did some stuff. Oh, can we stand? He so, also does give us donuts. This is even more hints for people who know. He gave us donuts. Okay. This is, now this is where we do stand. Uh, my biggest thing is just I feel a little iffy because in person he seems very, he's a very good stage speaker. So like, he seems very hot, nice and welcoming because he's a great, he's great at public speaking. But like, he seems kind of in person, he's he, he's like a grizzly bear. If you think kinda, about it, kinda yeah. He, if, I'm sure when, he's when, I'm sure he's a nice guy, and people like he him. He is an, he is absolutely. And I'm nice obviously guy. no person no person's perfect, so you know he's like a grizzly bear. You go up to him, he's slightly terrifying, but he, you know you talk a little I'm bit, sure and then nice, he's yeah. like, hey. But so. uh, no, we stand because basically during midterms, he will buy out of his personal pocket, which granted isn't it's it's a very deep pocket, but it is still his personal money, so he doesn't put it on the school, which he fully could, because it's technically a student expense. He buys us all donuts. Every student, every room gets a dozen donuts, and, like, people did the math. And then Casual Friday. Oh, yep, he did give us Casual Friday. Uh, for those who don't know, we have Funny Haha ha dress code. I know it's cringe, but we have to do it. But basically, he gave us on one day, we could all wear casual, which is basically t-shirt, shorts, whatever. Also known as Drip Day. Drip Day, heck yeah, that's where people people drip. We should out. just rename it a Drip Day and not drip casual. Drip Day, that'd be hilarious. Dress code: people in Japan. <laughs> Wait, I don't get that reference. Because okay, so in Japan, every like from like like little children's school, like kindergarten and oh, up, yeah, you would wear like code. a certain uniform and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So okay, why I do you think I wear suit and tie? Because you can. My buddy Martin at work actually today was just talking about that. He's like, he's always like a suit. He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. So, uh, Jacob, if you're watching this. So that's why I always wear a suit. Because it's colder weather, I'm yeah, not. Sure. It's the cause suits, you know, they're thin and stuff. So, yeah, so, it's, it's nice. So I still follow that. But, yeah. yeah. Just so, coach. Jacob, there's the answer to your question. It's a coworker of mine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I told him about the podcast today, technically. So, Jacob, here you go. Here's your shout. This is what you get for listening and following the podcast. Shout out. You know what happens if you don't. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. They're already listening and following the podcast. The FBI are already listening. They're probably listening and, like, they obviously already follow the podcast if they're hearing this. I swear you said that in the first episode. We talked about... Did we? Yeah, we talked about the FBI. This is all about... We did. We did. This is all about... It's just cycles. This is cycles. Or more a cycle. Or the... We can't get away. More? Odds, evens, and everything? Okay. More? Okay, there (laughs) actually is... There's a video game. Is it called Deathloop? But it's yes! like two assassins, they keep killing each Death other, and Loop they're stuck is an in a time loop. Okay, so have you ever... Okay, so Deathloop, basically, from the baseline, you play as this one character who 
you have some you live in this there's this weird place you're in which everyday loops basically like, it's like a limbo it's like people are world. still consciously aware of this it's not like a groundhog day situation mm. and the whole point of the game is because it's a roguelike i believe that or is it rogue no no it's rogue light not mm-hmm. rogue like rogue light t basically rogue was an old game the focus of the game was basically and it, it made a whole genre uh of games that you play through and you gain knowledge you die and you like you totally restart but the whole point of the game is to restart and gain knowledge and usually equipment and stuff that slowly upgrades over time. So what happens is basically as you gain knowledge and you better at the game, you progress further and it's super fun, that kind of thing. It's uh, a great game genre. I definitely have lots of recommendations. Wizard of Legends an amazing roguelike. Technically, uh, the last spell is a roguelike. Roguelite. Like? There you go. Ta. It's very confusing. But basically, Deathloop is a roguelite in the sense of the whole limbo thing. Because every time you die, you loop back. But it's funny because instead of giving you, like, a tutorial... You already h- know what to do. The hints it gives you are portrayed as your future self telling you what to do. Because when you die, you loop back. And it's like, you, you you're somehow function differently. But it's like, instead of the game, you know, oh, press this to do, blah, blah, blah. And like a little out of con, like uh, the thing that brings you immersion, like it breaks immersion. They, in the world, literally have do this. And it's it's shown that that's your future self telling you what to do and it's really cool because you eventually loop back and you gain like you have to get a password so for some like i've only watched the beginning parts of it but like you have to like get a password so you progress in one area get that password and whenever you die and loop back if you remember the password you can go to the gate and then go to a different area and the whole point is like looping cycles and once you die you lose all your stuff you have to restart there's a movie about this it's similar Tenet. like this it, not okay i haven't seen tenant i've heard watch. it's really good but also very confusing no no but it's that good. it's like inception but so oh, good i've heard but I like love inception. Uh, edge of tomorrow stars tom cruise it's a bunch of soldiers <gasps> fighting this alien race he gets he gets one of the alien blood oh, yeah. in him yeah. and he dies but it repeats to the day to like a couple days before and then and he, so has, he, he has to constantly and every time, like, he dies, he resets back to the time when he, like, first... It's like Groundhog Day, but sci-fi. Ex- but he's trying Tom to Cruise. solve his way, and he's saving people left and right. He's help- making yeah. sure... Because he's also fighting the aliens. But the aliens are starting to notice this. Because I'm sure they have time powers. Because mm-hmm. that's why he can do it. So now they're trying to stop him, I'm guessing. So here's... The, and his thing is that if he... If his blood... If he, like, gets a cut and stuff and he starts bleeding, he has to kill himself. Because if he loses the blood or, like, if they take oh, it out of him... Yeah. Or, like... Because the keeps going blood is what giving him his magic loses, time powers. He loses the time powers. So every day he has... So every time he gets recent, he has to retell everybody, look, whatever you do, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Shoot this guy in the head. Don't listen to him. Yeah. And so he has to do that. Like, a couple. Speaking of cycles, uh, I'm not going to say much because I don't want to be spoilers, but Attack on Titan. Uh-oh. Oh. That, if you know, you know. If you don't know, don't think about it. It's it's big brain. Shingeki no Kyojin. Oh, I love that show so much. I need to catch up on it. But, yeah. It's like, uh, bro, but basically, death loop. To loop back to... Loop back. Oh, Reference. you want to know what else loops? What? Near Automata. What? What? Near Near Automata, the funny funny oh, yeah. 2D robot. Yeah. So this basically, is like the game ends as it yeah, starts. Major spoilers, which like you the know, game's been out for like forever. Yeah, I know, but like it's also like a really also, good game. Honestly, y'all, if you're you feel like video games, play basically. And it's also basically a sequel, even though like the story is basically like entirely self-contained. Wait, what's the? What's There's the only like one linking character, and like Wait. the last game. Like, Kanaki takes place, like, thousands of years before. FNAF. So it doesn't really matter. FNAF. FNAF 1 and 2. <laughs> Bruh. No, but basically, um, major spoilers, but 
basically, um, 2B, who is, like, the protagonist, who, one of the protagonists, right? Yes. Um, essentially, her real identity, her real, so basically the letter is a designation of what the actual, like, what the roles are. So, for example, for example, B is a battle bot, essentially. Yeah. S is kind of, like, a spot. Scout. Scout. Yeah, scout. S is scout. The, one of the other main characters is 9S. Um, there's, there's also, like, an older model called A2, which is, like, an obsolete model, essentially. Uh, basically, like, the former BattleBots, because A stands for attack or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, so in one of, like, the... In, like, at some point in the game, you figure out that 2B isn't actually her, like, real designation. It's yeah. 2E. Which... And E stands for execution. Execute traitors. Such as 9S, who is later revealed to be 9S. And pretty much what it is, like, every sequence of the... Like, pretty much, like... What you experience in the main game, it happens. It some part of it happens every time repeatedly, because Night S keeps betraying, because Night S keeps betraying like the Yorha core or whatever. And Two E has to disguise as Two B to keep track on to keep track of him and exterminate him when when he That's needs to be. That's cool. Yeah, I love I love games and like stories and movies and whatever, any kind of fiction that talks about like interesting ways to manipulate time loops. There's there's a movie. Interstellar. Inscription does it really well. Is it Interstellar? I think Interstellar does. But that's like more time travel. It's weird. There's because I know one guy like he sees his light. I don't even know. Oh, you want to know another funny loop? What? Um, remember JoJo Part Four? No. By Killer Queen bites the dust. Yes, because he uh uh because the person the, keeps on. He can loop the hour. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, as, as long as you can trick the gimmick, you can get him to loop it. Yeah. No. Essentially, what it is, what the gimmick is, it's so you know JoJo, right? Uh, it's you, confusing. You yeah. It's bizarre. Obviously, <laughs> bruh. Um. Basically, what it is, it basically forces a Groundhog Day situation on whoever subject the user like chooses. Yeah. Okay. With the user being stand user, funny haha. Yeah. Villain thing. Main villain say. of part four. Uh, we're trying to explain it to people who don't know the context, so... Yeah. Uh, you have magic so person. That, okay, what you need to know about this person is that in part four, this guy is a serial... This guy is a serial killer who's trying to, like, you know, not get caught. Yes. And, uh, he the, almost, and he has time manipulation And he, he almost got caught. And so basically, um, he got an ability that basically was the remedy to his problem of, yes. like, being caught. Because he, he had to for... He had to, like... By force, he became, like, another... He stole the identity of another person. Yes. Because he almost got caught. Yeah. And he can't handle the fact that, like, his habits prevent him from, like, truly being the other person. Oh, yeah, because this whole thing is he does all the same. Yeah. Yeah. But continue. Yes. So, anyway, uh, his ability... He gains a funny ability called Killer Queen Bites the Dust. Yes, it's literally a reference to... To, uh, to rock bands. Yeah. Yes, it's literally a reference to rock bands because that's how stands work from parts <laughs> four, four, part four onwards. Like, you know, Kim, King Crimson... Yep. Um, Crazy Diamond. Yep. Crazy um, Diamond's cool. I saw, yeah, a clip, yeah. I saw a clip of Crazy Diamond where, like, they had to capture the stand that was in his mom, so he used the stand to, like, yeah. punch his mom with, like, with like a, a vase, like a little glass jar. And, uh, really, Crazy Diamond can basically make things go backwards and fix them. It pretty we much... You need to it, watch the live... I After after this, I will show you guys the live-action Japanese version of it, because they uh, did the Japanese But, yeah, JoJo movie. was really cool, because he, like, like... He had to catch the evil thing by, like, punching her with the stand and then captures it in the jar, rewinds the jar to capture it, and then rewinds so the mom doesn't even know. She's, like, yeah. perfectly healed. But continue with... Okay, so Sorry. basically what it is is that what... Is that, um... 
the per the villain can force an effect called bites the dust onto whatever subject he chooses. Okay, um, what eventually my physical contact. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it has to of be the stand contact. slash him. Which granted, the range of his stand is very close. So yeah, it's he has to touch them. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, what it is. So he forces this ability onto um the guy you know the guy he's impersonating his son, because the guy had a family. Yeah. So basically, what it is, he forces the ability onto his son, and what happens is that, um, pretty much like the hour of his of the son's waking and going to school is looped every time, pretty much. Yes. Well, technically, like the loop triggers once a certain condition is met, which I'll, uh, the condition is that if someone finds out this guy's true identity, they blow up. Because you know, because you know this guy is pretty much his stand is like you know touch something it blows up, which is perfect for erasing evidence of being a serial killer. Yeah. Anyway, so and by blow up we mean like literally just disappears. Yes. Untraceable. Yep. So literally, um, okay. Anyway, so pretty much if someone figures out who he is, who like who he really is, then one a they blow up, and two time resets back an hour. Yes. So ba- and then basically every time that like every single time that moment is reached again in the time loop, they're guaranteed to die no matter like what changes. Yeah. Pretty much. Um so basically, you know, you run the risk of if you alert more people of who he really is, then they're they're guaranteed to die in the next loop. Now, if you break the loop, they you get saved. Yes. Okay. So essentially, yeah, they they were they were able to find the son was able to find a way to cheese it. Because because ba- basically, um, funny loophole. Yeah, loop loophole. Loop. Um, basically, what <laughs> what happened was eventually is that the kid found out that pretty much like while bites the dust was in effect, then uh the guy can't defend himself directly with a stand. Yeah. So pretty much the kid forced the serial killer into a situation where yes the people figured out who he was, but then, like, they immediately had to track down on him, and so he, he had to defend himself somehow. So he had to stop the loop. Yeah, so he was forced mm-hmm. to stop the loop. So he broke the loop. Yeah. Because Excellent. otherwise there's no way. Also, fun fact, not even the villain himself knows when time loops. Only uh... only the guy, like, only the guy under the effect of Bites the Dust knows when it yeah. happens. That, yeah, that, and that's how you can cheese him. Because technically you can just gain infinite knowledge because as long as because when you die and you get looped back you still retain your memories and stuff like that right yeah so you can technically use this as infinite time to just prepare because mm-hmm. as long as you're fine with dying at the end of every hour you reset anyway so it's almost like an infinite hour of safety almost uh, i mean unless you can't and then you're infinitely stuck in. i mean here's the thing you to re- to reset it you have to make someone else know that he's yeah. the person because if you just let time fly then they die and you can't undo that ah okay got it got it okay that's cool that's some jojo i like i do like this this theme though i like the the looping very good very very natural a natural topic yes yes or was it was future selves told also elder scrolls might follow an ouroboros cycle as well that's what i heard cool also also so fun fact of the day uh right now your future self is looking at you through your memories Bruh. Yeah. No, it's called the first time I heard that. I was on, I was, I can say exactly. I was on a bus going to Fuge Camps. And I, I remember thinking that when I was like, hi, future self. And now I look back at the memory and I'm like, hi, past me. Like literally. So from now on, eternally, 
whenever you look at this moment, you're like right now, your future self is watching you right now. So say hi to your future self. Hi. Hi, future self. Hi. Hi there. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still here? And now, you know, uh, one year, two year, three year, four, five, six, seven, who knows? You'll look back and be like, wow. Hi. Hi back. Quite literally attack on time. <laughs> Bro. But, uh... You have Jared 10 years from now be listening cool. to this and be like, yeah, because think I about now when to... you listen to this, you'll develop a new, mem- you'll develop another infinite loop inside an infinite loop. <laughs> it's infinite loop of loops. But uh, the web development in me is killing because literally this is what I'm dealing with. Exactly. But I know, uh, I'm trying to think of, what was I thinking of? Or wait, Cycle, Legend of Zelda. What about it? Because remember oh, Demise, and... Demise the Cursed. Well, I mean, you know, even across different, like, timelines. The demise cursed Link and Zelda into eternally having to face him. Oh, that sucks. Yep. That's yeah. where that's where Ganon comes in. Every single generation. Uh... Wait, then how are you going to do Breath of the Wild 2? Uh, that's just part of the loop. Yeah. Also, can't different be part multiverse, of the... different whatever. Also, like, Ganon isn't the only... Ganon isn't the only villain in the Zelda universe. They've brought in other, like, people, too. Yeah. Granted, Ganon's somewhat, like involved with it in a certain way but like again is not always the main villain in the games like there's vati um i'm trying to think yo, of who yo, else. yo yo i wish they did this in smash bros but like majora's mask as an item like if you wear it it like increases your i think that is no oh wait zhao does that what <laughs> oh lord zhao <laughs> oh no oh sam 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 would know sam. yeah sam would know yeah uh, Okay, so uh, so here's a fun fact. So, well, not a fun fact. Here's something interesting. I, I remember I saw this. So, I was, I was watching an episode of Black Mirror with a buddy of mine. And in the episode, uh, dudes, like, it's in the future and they have, like, basically Sword Art Online. They connect you to the game and you play, like, and there's this really advanced, like, uh, imagine uh, EVE Online. <laughs> it's just really advanced space game. Basically, this dude, the guy who made it, has his own personal thing. And he, you know, sometimes really likes certain people. But basically, those people don't like him back, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He just gets a sample of their DNA. I know what you're talking about. And he uses, he uploads, like, their DNA into his, he has his own, like, private version of the game. And he basically, like, manipulates it, because it's, like, based off of a show, and it's basically the show Star Star Trek. Trek. They referenced it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, they didn't for copyright, but, but basically, he puts people's DNA, and he now has these people who function in his, like, game, almost. And then he runs it. So basically, think of, like, how you daydream in your head. Imagine, but it's like a game. And these people are, like, technically conscious. Basically, in order to get out, the clone, like, the, the digital program lady has to contact real lady. But, like, she can't do it in, like, the person wouldn't understand. So they had to do various uh, blackmail. She blackmailed herself, which is ironic. But basically, maybe bringing points, like, you should come up with, like, a secret thing that only you know that if a clone of you, a future version of you, something like that, needs to like do something like they, they like it's like you know because there's always like oh prove that you're from the future or prove it that you're actually me they have this one thing in your head so think of some key some word some something something that only you would know like and it can be totally right but it has to be something that you it can't be guessed honestly like something that you have to know and you even have a reason behind it that way they can explain that and that way if you ever come across some another version of yourself because i don't really think time travel exists because if it did we would know about it by now because it's just called compounding Unless when they mean, eventually develop it you go back in time you tell them even earlier how they develop it and just boom you would always have a time thing would always exist if it ever existed unless we're in a loop in which we'll never know 
True, but granted, Steve Hawkins did have the, uh, was it Steve Hawkins? Uh, funny, uh, oh. black hole guy in a wheelchair. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. My apologies. Steve Hawkins is a believe makes donuts. Uh, but basically, he had what he called the Time Traveler's Party. He made a party, and he didn't invite anybody to it. And if anyone showed up, he would know that they were a time traveler. Because basically, since he didn't invite anybody, no one would know. But people in the future would know about the party, because then he was like, oh, yo, I made a party, no one showed up. So now, if I have a time machine, I'll be like, yo, I'm going to go back. But he basically said, time travel doesn't exist because no one showed up. That was his whole theory. Not yet. uh, Or Here's the thing. With time travel, if it ever happens, that means it did happen. Like, currently. Like, if time travel exists, that means it exists. Right now. Right now. Even if it happens through our limited perspective a thousand years in the future. Because think about it this way. Let's say a thousand years in the future, they come up with a time machine. What's stopping them from taking that time machine, going back a thousand years, and being like, here's a time machine, here's how to build it. We go back a thousand years. Here's a time machine, here's how to build it. You would, you could compound civilization to the point of in, infinity. Every time you come up with new technology, just go back in time and be like, here it is. And you basically would infinitely expand, and it would probably cause a lot of problems. Which is probably another reason why time travel can exist. Also, uh, paradoxes, for example. You go back in time, you kill your father. The classic grandfather. You're, you go, or grandfather, father, whatever. You yeah. kill, you kill your ancestor. Your ancestor's never able to birth you, create you, whatever. And then, but you still you exist are, because, but you're unable to go back. So now you're unable to go back in time to kill yourself. But since you're unable to go back in time to, and uh, you're unable to go back in time to kill your ancestor. So thus, you still exist. But if you still exist, you go back in time to kill your ancestor. It's an infinite. Think of a little chart. Because theoretically, if you go back in time and you do something, you you do something in a different timeline, not your timeline. Well, time is very weird. Time, time is, is whack. Time is... Uh, perceptions of time, you could claim that every time... Because there are theories that there are multiverses because... It's actually really interesting. There's theories that there are other dimensions based off of, you know, my field, chemistry maybe. Because... Based, so, fun fact, everybody. Electrons can... They have certain orientations... Not orientations. They have certain configurations applied to them almost, like identifications ways to identify so fun fact uh isn't it like one two four eight uh no yeah yes and no i i'm gonna go kind of in depth on electrons because also electrons are really freaking rack and i've learned some really fun stuff about them so i'm gonna go in depth about this and this reference to what time travel and dimensions can be so basically electrons have these orbital shells and fun fact electrons move really freaking fast because a they're really small so it's really hard to see them well we can't even see one technically we've only seen an atom which is really cool. There's a picture of an atom, and it's awesome. Because I know, like, it just looks like a little dot, but it's insane. Because it means we can see an atom, and it's round. Meaning our theories are probably right about it. Because a lot of chemistry is just guessing, but it's guessing that technically makes sense, and then we just change it as we learn more. But basically, electrons move around. But you can't actually pinpoint the location of an electron because it moves so fast, and it's so unpredictable. So basically what we have is orbitals, where an electron the valence, isn't it? No, that's shells. Oh. I'll, I'll, I won't get too in depth, but I'll explain. Trust me, it's fine. You don't need to above that. But basically, orbitals are where an electron could be. You have S, P, D, and F orbitals. S is being a circle. P being imagine an infinity logo, but like three D. And it's and that like so imagine just that eight, but imagine like it's a sphere. It's, gotcha. it's 3D, basically. It's like a parabola, except oh, it's... Oh, like... think of an hourglass. An hourglass shape. Yeah. yeah. But it's only going in one axis. But fun fact, you can have it in different axes. So, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. 
uh, then D is uh, imagine two parabola, two two hourglass shapes on top of each other, making like a plus. Also an X, Y, and Z axis. And then I believe F is. I don't remember. It, uh, oh, I think it's it's hourglass shapes filling every single corner of a ma imagine like a three D graph. So X, Y, and Z. Every single corner of that graph is filled in by a like a hourglass shape, with it all centered on the origin. And what that tells us is not that there are electrons there, but like this electron will be there probably in there somewhere. Theoretically, it will be there. Yeah, which is crazy. But basically, and because of this, you have different classifications. You have the different shells that they can be in, and they gain different assignments. So upspin, downspin, this number, that, that. So the whole thing is that there can't be two electrons that have the exact same classification because that would mean they're technically in the same spot. And so it means every every electron has its different classification for every unique atom, basically, because, you know, I think it's because atoms are in different places, so obviously they have different digits as quantum space thing digits every atom is unique so there's no electrons that are in the exact same when i every atom is unique and this is this is a lot of really theoretical stuff that i've barely touched on that, that i barely know so take this all with a grain of salt but basically there's that also fun fact there's uh negative there's inverted uh halogen collider go brr, particles get smacked into each other at super high speeds and it temporarily creates these things called positrons which are electrons but positive which is my okay, because electrons are like uh, negative. That's how they function. And pos uh, protons are positive. That's how that's how the universe our universe functions. Everything is like that, but not there's there's things that are positive. And if a positron usually just goes away because it's in charge gets neutralized because everything around it's a little negative. There's too, so many electrons everywhere. But you can make what's called a I think it's called inverse. I think this is technically what's I think this is technically negative matter. That's what it is, or dark matter, something like that. A really cool classification that sounds weird. You can make what's called like reverse hydrogen, which because hydrogen's really easy. It's just an electron and a proton. Mm -hmm. You just have a positron instead and a reverse proton, a negative proton, a ne negatron. That's what it's called. So you have, and I think it's like so reactive that usually it just dissipates instantly, and it has to be made, and it's really difficult. But like if you combine it with neutral, if you combine it with normal stuff and like quote-unquote our universe it like like explode like massive energy released because it's like it's it's insane but basically a this references that there can be there's inverted objects there's a negative space almost which is really weird and it's whack and it's crazy and it's super cool but also basically they've using halogen how 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 halodron collider halogen whatever funny collider go uh, they've been able to find electrons that have the same configuration as other ones. Which leads to a theory of a multiverse. Because how could there be two in the same physical space electrons that have the same, basically, coordinates? It means they would be in each other. It'd be impossible. But it is. And it's like, wait a second, because no two electrons can have the same configuration. I don't remember exactly how this works exactly, so take this all with a grain of salt. And nuclear science chemists are probably losing their crap right now, but sorry. I doubt there's any of those listening right now. <laughs> but basically, like, it's it's insane because it's No like, electron can share the same... It, it can't be in the same configuration, but yet there is. And it's like, wait a second. It'd be like two people standing in the exact same spot. It, you can't. You can't be, or you can't be in the two places at the same time. It's... 
it's breaking a fundamental law of physics, which makes people scientists believe that there could be actually you can't have dimensions. two people standing in the same spot. It's called Siamese. I mean, like in very funny, <laughs> but uh, also really fun fact about electrons: electrons are both a wave and a particle, much like light. Because yeah, whack. Uh, it can pass through barriers just because it wants to, because it's so small. Because it can literally pass into shells and leave, because as long as it doesn't hit another electron, it's fine. See ya, sucker. Because quite literally, electrons are really freaking... Uh, imagine you made the, like, make an atom, like, including the electron shells and stuff like that, the size of a baseball stadium, or like a football stadium. The nucleus, which is the center of that atom, would be the size about of a tennis ball. That's how much empty space there is in atoms. So it's possible for electrons to go, woo, just pass through stuff. It's insane. But also, they apparently, theoretically, move in ten dimensions. Theoretically. Theoretically. Ten. We currently only know three. Forward, back, up, down, and in. We, we have, you know, the three dimensions. X, Y, and Z. That's how we move. There's theoretically a fourth dimension, which is whack. But it apparently moves in ten dimensions. And it moves really freaking fast, too. And there's actually a theory that there technically are, there's only one electron in the entire freaking universe, but it just moves so fast and it moves in and out of time and through because all the dimensional wave and things, particles, that every electron is the exact same electron. <laughs> like all, like we all have the same thing and it's insane. And, and the whole thing is that that's possibly true, but we literally cannot know. And it's insane. Which is what makes so chemistry so cool. this one electron is just running around in a, yes, in a, in a everywhere loop, in a in a loop. Maybe I don't. I don't know because I barely. I literally saw this on a meme and it blew my mind. I need to do research on it. So loops, exactly loops. Oh, right. loops. Electrons, whack. It's called when things move in more than three dimensions. Things go no. Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Oh, I don't know anything about that franchise, freaking, and I don't want to. Freaking Monokuma be like. I don't even know what you're referencing, and I don't want to because about. it's cringe community. Yeah, no, you're right. Get wrecked, people who <laughs> like that. <laughs> you're right. No, I don't think there are that many people like it though. So I think we're good. Yeah, narratively though, like it's good. But, it's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sorry that was like a chemistry rant, uh, boys. I do love chemistry though. So if you ever meet me in person, ask me about chemistry, and I will be love to tell you. I love chemistry, but it looped back to the. I didn't even mean to make that pun. It looped back to the cycle. To the fun fact, there's a game called the cycle, and it's I think I know what it's a talking. battle royale technically, but it which is also a loop. Fortnite, you <laughs> get Fortnite. no matter how mad you get, you cannot unconnect your favorite franchise from Fortnite. There's literally a whole meme that connects practically every friend. It's insane. We're not gonna go into that. Kazuya, Kazuya, yeah, Tekken, yeah. I'm just yep. waiting for Avatar to show up. That would be as a character. I would complain. Because, like, when you can glide, you can use, like, his little that thing that cool. he does. yeah. And, and that's, then... that's loops, too. The Avatar cycle. Oh, no. So, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Breath of the Wild <laughs> in Fortnite. <laughs> and it's, it's his little glider. That would be, be actually really cool. But Nintendo would never, thank you. No, yeah, no, no. Thankfully. <laughs> Genshin Fortnite. <laughs> with, the with, like, a wing glider. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jared, you want to know what through my... Imagine what? Traveler with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa with a gun. <laughs> Clee with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine you just see like Sucrose with like an AR-15. <laughs> no, it's a scar. They don't know AR. They kept it pretty pretty safe when it came to the gun words. Dang. But yes, continue. Guys. No, Sorry. but what do you mean, Deadpool? Deadpool, because he's a character. He's a character oh, yeah. in Fortnite. He wields a, like a 1911. I don't even know, bro. They've it's the game. 
honestly, what that game does for, like, franchising and marketing is insane, and I think other games could take a page out of their notebook. No, no, what uh, what I was going to say is when you were talking about, like, you know, how the Atom, if you, like, like expanded to the yeah. size of a baseball stadium, or a football stadium and, the, yeah. and the nucleus is, like, what, a tennis ball? Yeah. You said that you got that one lonely electron yeah. going in. No, literally, my mind went to the Neil deGrasse Tyson just, yeah. <laughs> quite, quite literally, that's what it is. It's very funny. Also, we do have a picture of, I, be- I forgot what molecule, but the molecule is roughly the shape that we assumed it is. So it's like, heck yeah. Wouldn't it also, resin, because uh, usually. Wouldn't it be like a like a bigger molecule with a like a heavier mass? I don't remember what it was, but we, we got a rough look at it and the, the, the shape of the molecule was roughly what we guessed what it is. So we're like, we, we were right. Good job. Because chemistry is a lot of just reverse engineering. Because think about it. Literally, it's the Obama meddling himself. <laughs> me. We were right. Good job. Yeah. Ben uh, meddles himself. It's it's for infinite loop. I put metals. Put it like a medley on. Bruh. Yeah. But uh, I totally lost my train of thought. It was really cool. It was chemistry based. Obama putting metals. Okay, I have to go backwards. <laughs> I have to loop through time in my mind. Okay. <laughs> Obama putting on metals was referencing. Oh, so so the picture, yeah, it roughly mimics what we came up with. But chemistry is just really weird in the sense of, like... Time travel. It's reverse Not even time travel. Yeah, because when you think about engineering, you know, when you make a car, you don't just see a car and be like, how does that work? You figure out how it works, and then you make the car. Chemistry is seeing a car and being like, so why is that happening? Quite literally, <laughs> but it's molecules. So it's, A, practically impossible to observe it. So it's just a lot of freaking guessing. It's a lot of just, this happened. Why? Usually, that's quite literally what it is. The only time... How to sum up hey, chemistry. This... Wake the frick up, Jesse. It's time, it's time to, to make some meth. meth. Quite literally. And it's it's funny because the only reason we can make reactions is because someone just did something was like, this happened. I hey, guess this Vsauce. is what Michael here. Quite literally. <laughs> it's, Michael. It's, it's, it's really funny because chemistry is just a lot of just guessing. And it's funny because it's like, we're right. We're like, good job, everybody. We were actually right for once. <laughs> It's not that you're not right, and usually. Wait, you guessed on the atomic bomb? No, that wasn't that. Well, that was called. We were like, hmm. I bet you atoms don't like being smacked into each other or taken apart. Let's try that. Test, Nuclear chemistry. Test is super it cool. on city. Well, they didn't test it on city. They tested like Nevada, but in the middle of the ocean, I think once. But it's chemistry is a lot of like back. It's just looking backwards. Are you mind? What's going on, Jared? How are you mind blown? I got a loop relating to my field. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll go to you in a second. And okay. we'll try to get a loop going to graphic design in a second. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, chemistry is just whack because it's all just, like, looking back and, like, hmm, that's why this happens. And I, I was going somewhere with this. I don't even remember. It's whack. Wait, let me think. This is how, this is how I live my life. He's breaking the loop. I am breaking <gasps> the TV age <laughs> shows up. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yo, T- Loki, great show. Def recommend. But, yeah, go with your loop, Jared. Okay. So Jared, for those you forgot because it took forever, he's music. He plays yeah. the violin. Very mm-hmm. cool. Yes, I do. If y'all didn't guess by yes, chemistry, when he literally said he did at the beginning. Kai, you literally wave a stick onto like an imaginary like drawing board and call it art. You Don't fake at draw. Me. You digital draw. Think about it. When you think about it, that those drawing pads they use is just an electric notebook. Yeah. <laughs> electric violin, electric notebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You and so, I are not the same. Bruh. So okay, so. Um, peop- composers, you know, doing different, ex- like, ex- experimenting with different stuff with music, and then in 
especially in the 20th century, people going overboard. What did what happened? Some people just straight up opted for a great reset. Return to minimalism. Yep. I, you talked about this in the first episode, Yeah, actually. we did talk about this in the first episode. <laughs> the looping. The loop continues. The loop. <laughs> the loop resets and it continues. Ah. You know what we should do at the end of this episode? We should have a technical loop. Like if you play it backwards, it loops. <laughs> do, it, do it with like the music. Make it where the music doesn't fade in at the beginning. It's like a weird cut. But then if you if you loop the episode, it, the cut picks up perfectly. So you can technically infinitely loop the episode. That would be funny. And I don't think like, that would be that difficult. Just take the exact moment that it ends and put that in the beginning instead. Mm-hmm. So cut cut your song in half. Put the end half at the beginning. And I... Have it fade in a little bit, like only a wee bit, and have it fade out only a wee bit at the end. Yes, we are being transparent with how we edit our videos. Yes, I but like this. This means you should put press loop on podcast, which I think you can do on Spotify. Press it to loop, mm-hmm. and then it'll perfectly loop it to the beginning. Listen like to this you... in for all eternity. <laughs> I like. We can you... never break the loop, guys. <laughs> I like that you literally like read out the cues for our script right now. What script? Hold on, wait. Wait, no, there's no script. This is the loop. There is no, the, there's only the loop. Wait, hang on. Why does, why does my paper not end? It just, why does it not end? Infinite paper. Why does it not end? What's going on here, guys? Uh, what happened to the law of conservation? The matter? lore. The loop. We the have loop. to break the loop. The loop. The lore is developing. The loop. Or wait, did this lore already develop and we're just Or did it redevelop? That would be really funny. Are we retconning the lore? Or are we are we retcon are we, are we retconning the, the future? Every time are we retconning the future or the past? Are we, are we is it a retcon or a future con? Are we retconning the loop every time we re re experience it? <laughs> Let's just remake this episode again. Just talk. Just act like we didn't do any of this. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh no, Kai! Oh snap! Kai he's oh, no, he's Kai... breaking out the funny he's glass instrument. Don't ask me what this is. Kalimba. A, ka- a kalimba. Karimba. I don't know if we'll be able to pick up the sound. Right. But... You know, like right here. But. It's not too loud, not too loud. Mm. Very, very gentle. You know, uh, do the X-Files theme. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Yo! Can you do Gravity Falls? I don't remember how it goes. Dun, 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 I never watched it. We don't Gravity have... Falls is a great show. Oh, I show. love Gravity Falls. I love Gravity Falls unironically feels like it would mention a time loop, but it doesn't. Wait, Wait. no, 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 it does. It does, actually. No, w- there was a time-based episode. What was it? It's, isn't it the one where they go back there's, in time and a... he sees an... Uh... Oh, oh, it's like the second or third episode. It's the second or third episode because there's... It has to do with the time police. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the first few episodes, if you look, there's little Easter eggs that you see there's weird stuff going on. And if you look at, like, towards halfway or end of the season, there's literally the time police where you go to time jail. I don't think they can hear that, but kind of. But uh, it's it literally it's really cool. I love I love Gravity Falls for the, just the Easter eggs, because quite literally at the end of every episode, there's a little code you can do, and there is a not a time loop, but there is time travel. There's a never-ending hole that they fell in that, that they then fall out of. It's an a bottomless pit that in the end they fall out of the top. Oh, it's a really Gravity Falls is a great show, and I would one hundred percent recommend you watching it. They can kind of hear us in the background. Yeah. But, but uh, uh okay, so speak- what if what if also we just have like future speech, you know, like like in the episode, I'm just talking and then there's just second me. What? Se- <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so 
loops, right? So in art. So I've been seeing this a lot on Instagram now. It's like the art that you can like zoom oh, yeah. out and it just keeps reappearing yeah, different. Yeah, which is also, I find that's all they said. It's like problems my phone always like has that little cut in the end and it like makes it not perfect, which is really sad. <laughs> but no, there was this one I saw. It was zoomed in all the way and it was a beach sun sunset. But as it gets, but as you're it's zooming like, out, it turns into a frog. Which and then you can only do in, so which you can stuff. only do in digital art too, which so, is so satisfying. And I think that's the, uh, I would say digital, like physical, digital, like written, like art, like pictures and paintings. You and stuff know like how that. long it's that so takes. unique. It's so unique compared to like because digital, you know, music like it's still unique, but it's not that like it's still music fundamentally. That is, like, digital art is just so different because you have that aspect. You can't, on a real painting, zoom in super far. You're, you're limited. But in this, you technically can zoom in infinitely. And it's so satisfying. Oh, yeah. Other thing in music. So there's, like, I don't remember what it's called. I want to say something like, take this with a uh, very, like, grain of salt. But it's something like the Shepherd's... The Shepherd's, shepherd's Psalm? Something like that, I think. Also, it's like, like, it sounds like it's ascending... But it doesn't in like, but it oh, yeah, sounds it, like it, it does it infinitely. infinitely ascends. But like in reality, it's not. I know the because I think it like starts high and like yeah. it lowers slightly, and every time it lowers, it always ends at where yeah. it starts at. N um, so Super Mario sixty four, that infinite staircase in like in like you know the staircase leading to Bowser's yeah uh final like layer in Mario sixty four. If you don't like have all the requirements met, that song is that that tune is technically that. That's cool. So it's like, you know. Cause it, and it's also it also works in the game too. Shepherd tone as infinite stairs. Yes, because infinite stairs. Because you can keep going up, but you're never going to make any progress. The tritone paradox: a, sequ a sequentially played pair of shepherd tones separated by an interval interval of a tritone half an octave. For those produces the tritone paradox. Shepherd had predicted that the two tones would cons would constitute a bistable figure. The auditory equivalent of the Necker cue that could be heard ascending or descending, but never both at the same time. That's cool. Is, also, is that is that it? SCP-087. Yes, the stairwell. Infinite staircase. The stairwell. It's a staircase that you can go up and down as much as you want. We should have a, just an entire devoted episode. I love just SCPs. For SC, SCP. I love SCP. Dude, SCP is pretty. It's SCP pretty based off. because yes. it's just so many people. Like, if you don't like one author, okay, just go to the thousands of other ones. It's also like. The canon, like what you consider canon, is very flexible. Too. And it, and it, it, they all are so unique, yet they feel so connected. And I think that's yeah. really cool too. Because you can you can choose like all of them are canon, some of them are canon, or like if you really. I to. I honestly just like to mentally think that they all exist in some space. Now the now the the origins SCP zero zero one. Granted, granted, those are SC very... SCP is confirmed to be like a multiversal thing. So like, what exists so, in what universe yeah. and stuff like that. Which yeah. also means, what if there's multiple of these entities? What if there's an SCP that comes from another universe that's also an SCP in that universe? And it's just an infinitely looping SCP. The SCP, that would be really cool if there's SCPs that just randomly disappear and it's them going to other universes. Mm -hmm. And that would be really cool to have. That would be that would be cool to have where, like, you write one article about it and then you have the SCP pop up again, but, like, it's a different number. Oh, but it's the exact same description, same same creature, different number, and it, and it, and it's and it's talked to as by a different scientist, and even heck, you have it done by a different author. That way, it's like this is this is an SCP from another universe, and it's this one SCP hops through dimensions, 
and it pops up and a lot of it like there's physical description but the article itself is different but every description of it obviously shows it's the exact same entity but it's hopping through it hops through dimensions and each time it hops through it gets contained but... have you seen do you know about the reluctant dimension hopper uh, i've seen the video pop up i've not actually watched it. okay so basically what it is is that it's it's literally like a dude that's like like you know like the only anomalous thing about him is that he without like without his consent he just like gets you know yeeted to another dimension <laughs> with whatever um, I know in one of, like, one of the times that that it happened, two of him showed up. So that means there is one of him from, in technically, ba- every which dimension. Which basically means, like, no, uh, and according to him, he met, like, multiple versions of himself. That, like, Future past or other ones? Okay, so. Yeah, that's the question. That's the question. Does he, is he, is he going through time? Can he pop up in the same dimension, but in the past or the but, future? Like, here's the thing. I think what it is is, like, I think, like, he said, yeah, he said that, like, um, they were different versions of himself. Yeah. That's what he, that's like what he like said that the other people like all told him. Cause apparently there's like a lot of them around and like they all share this thing where it's like they hop between dimensions without their consent and they all they know. can't control it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the SCP foundation like couldn't really tell who was the real one at some point. Well, they're all real and not. Yeah. This is short, but there, there was a Japanese TV show I watched. It's called Theseus's Ship. Ignore that. That's 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 the whole stupid theory. But anything, um, policeman is blamed for the deaths for the poisoning and deaths of a bunch of children children at elementary school. The policeman dies. His son grows up, and he somehow has the ability to like he can hop. He he he's just randomly thrown through time, but back to but he's still an adult. Back to when the poisoning of the of the elementary school happened. And each time, like, he, like, tries to, like, he, he fixes it or he's trying to figure out who's the murderer and who's the one plotting it. He's constantly thrown into a different time, different time period, but it's not the same as everything that's going on. It's a different person. It's a different person. In fact, he runs into a younger version of himself and he's constantly going back in time. That's but it's uncool. a different, but it's a different bad guy. Ooh, so he has to solve like same all these elementary school, but it's a different villain every time. And there's probably one and where it's his actual father does it. Y- yes, not, I believe there's... he. I believe he encounters that, but in the end, it actually never was his father. His yeah. father was set up for it. Obviously, somebody set him up. But each time he goes back in time to like, to uh, in one scenario he goes back in time. His father still gets thrown thrown into jail and is still there. In that same time that that happens, it's a different bad guy. I believe it's the evil. It's the evil, uh, mom, uh, mom of a friend of his. He's sent forward into that same timeline into the future where his dad is still alive and in the uh and in jail, and he is trying to figure it out. And right when he's just about to figure it out, he's teleported to a different timeline. Ooh, so. That that's cool. It's actually a great TV show. Also, I liked it. there's uh, what's it called? Life is Strange. Also yes. about timelines, that which I believe cool. I referenced in another mm-hmm. one. Maybe. Very cool. You basically just keep going back in time to stop your friend from dying, and, and then, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, no, and it's a really cool story. Life is game. Strange. Life that's, is Strange season. That's two, what right? I love about like video games too. That they take a really cool concept and they like work on it. Like they 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 purposely either impose themselves an interesting concept or very interesting rules and they make the player work through and they make it the game very like fun and satisfying because it's because of these limited rules you almost have more freedom 
I'm trying to think of games that did this really well. But you want to know why we have so much media? Because like, uh, we, don't know, we, want to, we don't know if it actually is true or not. But besides that, you want to know why we have so much media about time travel and loops and stuff? Yeah. It's because regret. Yep. At some point in our past, we regret, we regret doing something. And we wish and we could we, go back. There you go. Yep. That's why this is always appealing to so many people. Yeah, like the, the, the concept of being able to fix something in the past or change the past. And the idea that everything's infinite also is kind of comforting. Like everything moves back because then if there's no end, you will always exist, which is technically pretty comforting. It's just the idea of immortality, but no snail. <laughs> uh, feel bad for the people in the future who don't know the meme or people in the current who will also don't know the meme. Or people in the past. Who have not even <laughs> don't, don't worry. Know that don't worry, guys. The snail will find you. If you made the deal with the snail. But if you didn't, you're fine. Hey, at least it's not an FBI agent after your tail. I feel like the snail would be more terrifying than an FBI agent. I could see the FBI agent coming, not the snail. Too small. It disappears. <laughs> Snail's like turbo, you know, dude. That's just if it was turbo. <laughs> <laughs> your snail just happened to be turbo. It's like, that's just, your, that's just your death wish Insta right game over. I am four parallel universes ahead of you. Parallel universes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, what was it? I was thinking of another type of media that had, like, loop. Oh, no, no, This was just a cool idea that I had. I'm like, yo, well, imagine, like, a show or a book or something like that where this guy's a detective and he can look back in time. Tokyo, Reve- Tokyo Revengers. Technically, that's, that's all about time. Too. It's about loops but, like, and the, time travel. This guy's, like, a really freaking good detective. And it's it's funny because, basically, he's really good because he just... He has this thing where, like, he, he can't, like, look back, but it's, like... What he sees in current time, there's like a superimposed of what happened in the past. And he can choose. But he always sees the past. Like people and objects and everything think, like that. I think there was something that like That might this. exist. There, uh, there, it's like it's... it's there's just, no such thing as the original idea, so... It's like it was a TV show about this lady who she can connect to like a dead... She can t- connect to like somebody who was like murdered or yeah. dead oh, or killed. And, she, and had, she can see back in time and she, of who did it. Oh, but then it would be really, then it'd be really cool because then it's not the guy trying to solve the crime; it's the guy trying to find evidence to support what he knows is a fact. Because he can't just like, yo, I see, to the, I look, you know. So he'll be like, yeah, this person killed them, but why? So he finds evidence. So he becomes a really good detective. And then I was like, yo, it would be sick if. And he always sees people. He always sees. But basically, there's this one crime he does. Like there's a serial killer case. He gets brought in on it, and he goes to the crime. He's like, Psh, easy case. You know, I'm just gonna see the person. And all he sees is the person dying, and like where they should have been, like, where the killer should have been, but he doesn't see the killer. And how, what what it's going to be is that he always notices that he never sees himself in mirrors and stuff like that, and if he ever looks in the past, he never sees himself. And it's going to imply that there's another person who can also see into the past, and they can't use the past to find each other, and it would be, like, really cool, because it's, like, a whole... He has to find another person who can look into the past... It's a game of cat ...without them finding... And neither of them can find each other, and there's no way that they can guarantee, and it's, like, really cool, and I'm like, that would be sick. Which makes me want to write something about it. Oh, looping back to uh, shouting out YouTubers. Who? Mithridak. Mithridak. The funny Minecraft oh, yeah. person guy. Okay, so you remember, like... Mithridak, if you're watching it, In that stand. most recent video that, that like... I watched that we watched, Sorry. That, he, he, that we watched. Okay, okay. He, he purposefully kills himself. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's called, remember he got, like, you know, yeeted to the, the bottomless pit? Oh, yeah, Yeah, no. that void? Yeah, you want to know where, like, the... So, basically, he released, like, a one-minute video that's just him, like, ref- reflecting in the void. You want to know, like, the link to the, like, at the end, like, there's a link to a video. You know where I leads him to? His very first video. So he's infinitely, oh, so it's just him infinitely escaping. And you know what happens after road. that? 
it leads him back to technically I think he's like technically narrating this in the void but it's basically it leads back to basically now this is just a lot more like story now than this actual escape prison video but pretty much it leads him back to the first time he was ever captured and it it provides backstory on why the villains are the villains in the story and why Mithridak is like a protagonist question mark well technically he's a protagonist but like why he's like he's a good guy morally he's like questionable it's morally ambiguous so yes. for, and for those of you who don't know what Mithridak is he's a guy who escapes out of minecraft prisons people make prisons and claim they're unscapable and he says no and it's awesome and it's big brain and sometimes it's kind of like well mm-hmm. but it's it's plausible and it's cool enough that we allow it and it's 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 pretty freaking cool i'm not even gonna lie it's pretty. It's a. It's a great series. Great, cool YouTuber. So, would yes. definitely recommend him. And if he's yo y'all, go go cop him. Be like yo. We referenced him in a time loop episode as well. Also, I'm pretty sure Mark has probably something time loop. Well, first of all, he has inscription, which that's just a time loop technically. <laughs> also, it's a really cool game that technically just deletes itself. There are a lot of really. I, I love games. Doki. I, that's I, a time loop game. Oh, it is. I love games that like. They're like they're meta. Like they, the game acts like it's a game, so it allows for these really cool storytelling points, and like it, it does super unique stuff. Doki Doki Literature Club. So fun fact: in Doki Doki Literature Club, blah blah blah. Spoilers, but just watch MatPat. Well, I mean, if you like MatPat, if you don't, don't. Shout out to MatPat. <laughs> but uh, basically, it's a dating sim, but it's actually psychological horror. Don't ask me how. They in the end, you're left with only people die. <laughs> In your fun little cute dating sim, people are dying. It's hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious after dying, but it's the game. It's the concept is unique. Okay. And you're left in with Monica. Monica goes crazy. And fun fact, they always refer to you by, I believe, you're the in-game name. So whatever your character you're playing as a name. But then wait. But then when Monica talks to you, she refers to you not by she refers to you not by your Steam name. Your real. She refers name. to you by the name you put under because in Steam, I'm pretty sure you put in you know whatever your name is. So I put Ben, whatever yada yada. And then your account name. It and because it's with Steam, it literally accesses your file and looks at your real name. And I believe, or at least your Steam account name, if it can access that. And it's like, because all because imagine you're just playing a game and it's like, whoa, this is really creepy. And then it just goes, you're gonna be with me forever, right, Jared? After it's been referring to you as protagonist or something like that, that's freaking creepy. Or I know in the description in one of the parts you literally. <laughs> It's funny, uh, you do this one boss where, like, you're the boss technically in it, because it's funny things, but you have to fight another, like, you fight another player who's, like, online, and it's, it literally has, like, oh, people are making cards that you play with and stuff like that, and the pictures for the cards are your, it's your Steam friends list. It pops up, like, pic, like account pictures and stuff and names, and it's really funny. Or also, there's a part where it's, like, uh, you literally have to put your own game files, like, you put your own files in. And it's like, give me a file that's really big. And Markiplier pulls up, like, a rendered video that's, like, freaking, like, 300 gigabytes. He's like, here you go, big boy. (laughs) (laughs) This is, like, an absolutely massive file. And it, like, acts like, oh, if if this card dies, the file's deleted. It doesn't actually, because it doesn't have the permissions. But it's cool. It's a really cool concept I really like. And inscription's technically infinitely looping. Also, the game just gets deleted as you play it. Not literally, but figuratively. You know the game, uh, uh Mark plays it, but it's S- S- Simulacra? Simulacra. Simulacra? Yes. I think I, I, know I, that think one. I remember. Theoretic, it's not a loop, It's though. not. But it's like one of those scary games that's like, yeah, we know your name. Got him. 
Simulacra. Isn't that the one about the, like the phone always watching you? Yes. Yes. I need to watch that one because it actually looks pretty good. Well, some other time. There's also a really cool game uh, that he just recently did, which I think it's called. Basically, it's a kind of horror. It's a like a those old text games where you have to type, but instead of it being lame like an old text game, it it's you go on basically the game's version of Twitch. It, it fakes fake one, but you know it's Twitch. And you go to this one stream, and what happens is that what you type in this text chat, like what you type in the stream chat, happens. It happens. So it's like this escape room style, but it, it, and it's a really cool way to do horror because it's it's disturbing because like oh, they're listening to you. So it's really cool thing that it was a it was a great video to watch. Markiplier, you know, since you're definitely gonna be listening to this. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Go listen to Distractables. Bruh. His podcast, referencing a podcast in po- you know what would be really funny if then he references our podcast in that podcast, and it's just an infinite loop of podcast recommendation. I mean, we Do-do-do-do. could we Loops. could reference Unis Honest, but uh, Big Rip, it's gone. I never was on the Markiplier for the Markiplier trend. I now I wasn't on it what's whenever that was a thing. So Unis Honest, what's Unis Honest? Mark- you don't know what's Unis Honest? Okay, so basically Mark- Markiplier. No, 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 no. Wait. Oh, you're right because it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Loops. <laughs> Except he did reference it. He had a memorial video. I didn't watch it. Sorry, Mark. Uh, because I didn't know what Unis Honest was. Because I just wasn't on really the internet when it was a thing. I know whenever merch came out, I saw some people wearing it. I was like, hey, respect. There's a guy here. His name is Monty. He has the Unis Honest. Yeah, movie. we stand, boy. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I really also just like that concept. Once more, a real life. I, I love fascinating concepts in all media, regardless of it being fiction or not. Like, you know, like, it's not like it was real, but it's cool. You also, know what's not cool? Linear time, according to Audacity. Yeah, it's uh, currently been a minute 40, hour 45, not a minute 45. So we're probably going to call it a wrap or a loop, because you will be infinitely looping this episode, because Jared will do magic music things and make the episode infinitely loop perfectly, because he's awesome. And now this is the time where we're going to tell you about... You find yourself the, in the Twilight Zone. Okay, oh. so the irony is that uh, now we're going to do this section. So this is to help y'all. We're going to record something that will we'll tell you what happens in the podcast. And then we'll put it in the beginning. That way you know what happens. Just a little little teaser, you know, so you know what's going on. Apart from, like, the little funny haha, like what we say clips. Like, it's going to be specifically, there's going to be a clip of us saying, this is what happens in the podcast. Which so I'm getting, I'm getting that telling, from another podcast. So technically, we're telling our past selves with our future selves by saying. So this might this clip might be in the beginning or the end. I don't know. I'll, I'll let Jared have some fun. With it. I have control over. I'll the let Jared have some fun. Now the, the irony is that this is copied from another podcast that are like GG over easy. We stand. There. I have control over the. But so, so we're telling our fu- the future people who are listening about what we our, did in the past, but they are now our past because they listened to it. Yeah. Okay, but basically what we talk about, well, the big theme for this episode is loops, infinite cycles. I would recommend watching this video, at least putting it on loop, and once the video, like, listen to the whole video and let it loop and just see the magic happen. Hopefully, if Jerry can pull it off. Yeah, and you'll know why when you listen to the episode. <laughs> but it was about loops. We mentioned Ouroboros. We mentioned games that talk about looping. We mentioned certain media, a lot of time, a lot of chemistry, some music. It was it was a really cool episode. And we did talk about <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honestly, this is I th- this might be one of my Pixar. favorite episodes. We forgot about Pixar. Oh, and Pixar. Yeah, but this well, might be one of my favorite episodes just because it talked like it's such an interesting concept. Like you know, loop the loop the infinite. So now you're gonna go back 
but forward to me. And I'm going to be sounding really cringe and awkward. We're going to talk about the beginning of the podcast. You're, start- so. you're starting at the end of the loop, and now you're being transported to the beginning of the loop. Yes. And so as, a I snake, would... as a snake continually devours but itself. But this is actually, no, this is, this is going to be the beginning. Yes. Yeah. No. So we're... if you're listening to this, you're at the beginning of the podcast now. This is going to be really weird. We're talking about loops without them knowing without, the loops. Without me modifying the loop, this is the end of the loop. Yes, but with modification the beginning of the from the architect, well. the loop architect. Yes. You're, yeah, you're a looper. That doesn't even, I don't even know what that means. But yes, okay, looping loop is talked about. We talk about it, <laughs> but uh, have have fun with trying to figure out anything in this podcast. My name is... Wait a second. Yes, you know what? I'm going to put an outro in the beginning loop, because why the frick not? The outro is going to be in the intro, baby. <laughs> My name is Ben. My name is Jared. Sure it is. Or is it? I'm in, I'm in control of the loop now. Kai? My name is Kai. Kai, do you value your existence within the loop? Will you set me an infinite loop cycle? I can take you out of the loop. Even better. Ah! Ah! Learn from the best with Stalin. <laughs>